0: You're listening to the Max Level Podcast for July 23rd, 2018. For the definitive version of the show, be sure to listen using your favorite podcast app of choice. On today's show, the crew discusses a few small changes to the format of our podcasts, a deep dive into Octopath Traveler, World of Warcraft making a welcome subscription change, and our gaming bucket lists. All this and the usual segments on today's episode of the Max Level Podcast. On with the show. We had a few people actually uh, asking about the ads that are rolling. Uh, which way is it? Over there, right over there. We had a few people mention that, and uh, they actually liked it that ah, way. Well, there you go. They actually uh, liked how we did that, and uh, wanted to know why we did that. So we're gonna give you a little uh, a little rundown on a couple idea changes that I had for level down games. Um, you know we're not sponsored by anyone like we we don't have a sponsorship. Like these are all just affiliates. So, you know, we we aren't sponsored by any company or any one product. You know, obviously, I I talk a lot about Technic for gaming. Chairs. That's because I have one myself. I bought one and I love it. But everything that I always mentioned, whether it's in podcast intermission or, you know, through through ad reads on our various shows, it's all just affiliates. So we, we aren't paid for anything that we talk about. We aren't paid for anything like, you know, no one compensates us for whatever we talk about. Um but I had a I had a change of heart with how to do that. So unless we are sponsored by somebody, I don't think we need to really dive into that too much. You know what I mean? Like obviously I agree. I, yeah, I I wanted to because I wanted to I want it to be more like a actual podcast that you hear a lot. You know, a lot of podcasts you hear, but they're obviously, you know, they have more downloads than us. They're more popular than we are and, and they are sponsored. That's why they read. That's why they have ad reads. Like if we ever get an actual sponsorship, the the theme, well, not the theme, but the format of our shows will change drastically if somebody ever actually wants to sponsor us, because we will have to do ad roles before we even start the music, like before we even get to your listening to the maximum podcast, like before we get to that point, we'll have to do ad rolls whether that's for 30 seconds, whether that's for 60 seconds or longer, depending on the contract. And we will have to maybe do, you know, ad reads during the shows because that'll be part of the the contract that we get. So when that time comes, the format of the of the Maxwell podcast and whatever podcasts we choose to put ads in, they will change drastically. But for now, I think we just keep it simple. So, you know, we, we have
1: to keep it simple.
0: Yeah, we have the ads. I, I have a hard time pointing to that side, but we have uh, because it's, it's really hard for me. But we have uh, ads rolling over there to the sides or not ads again, but they are our affiliate links. And uh, we have them linked in the description box on all of our YouTube videos and in the descriptions for our podcast, whether you're listening on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever um, you can see all of our affiliates. I added two more as well. I added Audible and I added Green Man Gaming. Um, with with two more pending. So there, there's a potential for I we're up to six affiliate links. I would cap it out around eight, maybe ten, depending. But uh, but I, I want to give those that do want to see level down games grow. I'd like to see them you know, I'd like to give them options to potentially help support us financially. So, uh, you know, if if they if you choose to do that, you can follow any or all the affiliate links that we have linked. It's awesome of you if you do, if not, you don't have to just simply watching us, following us, subscribing to us, dedicating your time to us once a week. That's enough for me. Like That's all I care about. Like The, the fact that you're here watching this, the stupid show that we do once a week, that's fun for us. If you think it's fun, that's awesome. So, you know, I just that's all I really care about, whether it's whether it's supporting us one way or another. It doesn't matter to me. So I, I just wanted to somehow change that. Plus, that way we get into the shows a lot quicker. We also cut out the ad roll. Obviously not this week because we're talking about it this week, but we cut out the podcast intermission. You know, that's not going to be in the show anymore. You're not going to see that this episode. It's not going to be there um, again. It will return at some point if we ever do get sponsored. But for now, not there. Um, and, and for BG Mania, if you listen to our podcast on Wednesday, you know, we, we, I did the whole I still did the techie sport ad read that you heard in podcast intermission. I did it at the beginning of the show. Not there anymore. So, uh, yeah, I'm definitely changing the way we do things with with kind of like, just like I said, keep it simple. Um, the ads are going to be rolling off to the side of us always. Um, you know, if there's ever new ones, you'll see them there. If we ever take some off, they won't be there anymore. Um, just I don't know. it would be kind of cool. And uh, because I, I don't want anyone to think that we get compensated or, you know, that, that somebody's paying us to talk about this because we're not. Um, if that ever does happen, obviously, we will put a disclaimer in the shows, probably in the descriptions as well that, you know, this person is sponsoring or this company is sponsoring us because I want to be very upfront about that kind of stuff uh, always, because, you know, if, if, you know, that's why I always say at the beginning of the reviews, you know, uh, what did I say? Like Shining Residence Reframe was provided to level games from Sega of America for the purpose of this. I want people to know we got that game for free. And if you don't want to take what I what I say, or if you want to take it with a grain of salt, because I was provided the game for free, that's your prerogative, and that's that's totally in your right to do that. So I, I always want to be upfront about that kind of stuff and and be crystal clear and transparent. So for now, everything that we have just affiliates. If you use the affiliate links, we are compensated for that. If you don't, we get nothing. So I just wanted to be upfront about all that kind of stuff. But if you didn't know, this is Max Level, a video game podcast found right here at Level Down Games. I'm Brian, joined as always by the self-proclaimed King of Long Island, Frank. What's up, guys? Special shout out to Dance with the Dead for allowing us to use their music for our videos. Everyone absolutely needs to go check these guys out and support their music. They can be found on Bandcamp, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, pretty much everywhere. Check them out. You will not be disappointed. The only thing you will ever hear me say about the affiliates, is right now. Brief bit of housekeeping before we jump into the rest of the show. Max level and level down games is entirely self-funded as a passion project. If you'd like to see it continue to grow and become something even bigger, consider supporting us through one or all of the affiliate links listed in the description of the podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us. Uh, Before we get into what we've been playing, I do want to plug two of our shows. Go check out Revisiting the Classics from last Friday. Frank talked about Gex, Enter the Gecko. So check that out if you didn't watch that. And you can go check out my uh, my Critical Quest from this past week where I did Ease, Memories of Celseta, the PC port, which releases uh, Wednesday. So it was the first time we ever actually got to do something from the future, which I did say we would be doing from time to time on Critical <coughs> Quest. With those two plugs out of the way, let's start the show off the same way we always do. And that's with a recap of what we've been playing over the past seven days. Kick us off.
1: Well, I played three games this week, okay. so better, better, better than my none. Uh,
0: better, than, uh, better than zero, better than
1: one. So thanks to the uh, Twitch Prime kicking us free games every day. Yes, I think that's worth mentioning. I don't know what Twitch is doing, but
0: they are. Uh, I'm sorry, Amazon, because Amazon owns Twitch.
1: Amazon, well, Amazon yeah. Twitch, same thing. Yeah.
0: But um, they, I noticed the past couple of days that there wasn't anything up there. But for the first like. 18 19 days of July, there was a new game being offered for free every day through Twitch Prime. And some of them
1: were pretty good. Yeah. I picked up quite a few games. Um I that that being picked up so many, I didn't have time to play them all. Right. Um, but I went back and I started to play Brutal Legend.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you would tell me and about that.
1: I forgot how much I love this game. This is a game I've never actually beaten. I know. And when, when you told me that, it,
0: it was crazy because I know how much you like this game.
1: I do. Well, I've got really far into the game. Um, when it was on the 360, mm-hmm. I got to a portion, and there's a couple of them in the game where it's a real-time strategy battle, and I was playing on Brutal Difficulty because yeah. I, was achievement. I was an achievement whore. Uh, yeah, I, what, what um, happened on um, um,
0: Achievements, Frank?
1: Well, they reset me, so in hindsight, I could have beaten this game. I could have dropped down <laughs> Difficulty, Um <laughs> So I refused to drop down because I wanted to get the champion for beating the game on brutal difficulty. So I right, right, right. Uh, couldn't get past it. I, it. It just, it was, and I spent days trying to get past it. I just couldn't do it. Mm. And there were other games coming out at the time because it's so brutally hard. I put it to the side, brutal legend, brutally hard. Mm. Um, now I'm playing through um on steam oh, i'm sorry on twitch uh and i'm playing it on normal difficulty because whatever i've played i've played this game on hard difficulty before i don't there's no there's no achievements here
0: so i've never i've not played a game on twitch before like i play games on twitch but i mean i've not played anything that twitch prime offers for free so when you play those games you have to use the twitch launcher to play them is that how that works like no, they don't
1: they don't they, 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 they do your desktop
0: but okay so you can add those to steam then you can
1: oh yeah of course i could
0: yeah okay okay i just was curious how um, it worked
1: yeah and i'm falling back in love with this game i mean for, for one i don't think a, a game out there has touched this soundtrack uh to be fair this is all a, a metal soundtrack and metal is my thing
0: mm-hmm. there's plenty of games that have beaten that soundtrack
1: <laughs> no, not, 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 not my heart <laughs> metal health will drive you mad um yeah there was quite a bit of hair metal in that soundtrack a lot of hair metal, a lot of Swedish stuff, a lot of... There's everything in there. And the game still holds up. It still looks good. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was a 360 game, so I thought, eh, uh, maybe. 2009, yeah, too- right?
0: 2009, I think it released.
1: I think it, was, I think it was 8.
0: Okay. So about 10 years ago.
1: Yeah. So, um, but I'm having a blast. I, just from my own personal experience, know that I'm about halfway through. Okay. I put, I put a decent amount of time to this game, to be quite honest. Um, and this is the game that I've been playing. While I'm home. Okay. I've got another game that I've been playing while I'm not home. Okay. Um, and it's very odd to hear me say this, but I have been playing Revelations Persona. Yeah. That's right. Me. This guy. It's the mm-hmm. guy who talks smack about, 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 about Persona all the time because they think mm-hmm. it sounds stupid. Mm-hmm. It's actually, it's actually kind of cool, Brian. Mm-hmm. Not not the best game. I'm not going to lie. Uh,
0: No, I kind of wish you would have started with a different one, but that's okay
1: much like final fantasy one which i still have to finish eight i will finish eight soon i promise guys i absolutely promise i'll finish eight soon Mm um i want to start from the beginning and i'm liking it i like the battle style um i don't know if you ever played persona one or if 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 you recall um yeah and and this was, was
0: this is this is when it was still labeled with the shin megami tensei like Title like the overarching thing, right? Because it isn't this called ten Tensei Persona? It's yeah. Okay, okay.
1: Um, I, I, I'm playing with on the PSP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because it's very easy. We just take my PSP to work, play it on my lunch break, take it on my regular breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, the battle system, I feel, because I don't have many other. Japanese RPGs to kind of point up against Mm -hmm. feels very much like Mega Man Battle Network to me because it's all like on a grid style.
0: Yeah, it's it's very um, just a fire emblem. It's very fire emblem.
1: I've never, I've never played fire emblem, so okay. okay. But
0: for, for those that have, it's very fire emblem. Okay. Um, and Final Fantasy Tactics, Tactics Ogre, that kind of stuff. Very you know grid based battle system, strategy art, uh, strategy battle system. Um, but what I don't like about Persona One and Two is that they still follow the Shingami Tensei style to where they're first person dungeon crawlers, which is why those two really because yeah,
1: like I'm, a, I'm like an unnamed yeah. student. And I have, yeah. I, have like, I have other people with me, but like
0: yeah. Um, and it's just basically and persona three still does this, too. But persona three is not first person dungeon crawler. But um, where your movement around town and like the map and stuff is all basically point and click. So um, that's why persona one and two really are. I mean, they're they're worth playing. But in the grand scheme of things, they are skippable games. I think persona three, four and five are absolutely must plays. Um, specifically the PSP version of Persona 3, the Vita version of Persona okay, 4, yeah. and then obviously... Yeah, that's the,
1: how I'm going to be playing these things. Uh, yeah. At least I believe that's how I would be doing it, because it's it's, just, it's easier. It's yeah. something I do on my break. Well, hour, Persona yeah, 4 yeah.
0: is on PS2, but the Vita version is a thousand times better because they added a whole new character and a whole new story arc to it. So I know you don't have a Vita, but um, oh. that, w- that would be the best way to play Persona 4 Golden but
1: I do have access to Aveda, so I you knew it okay. happen. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, like, I went into this because, quite honestly, Brian Gosh is about Persona all the time. Yeah, so it's I was like, you one know of my what? favorite
0: franchises of all time. It, it,
1: it is, you know, so like... I showed some respect. I'm like, you know what? If this guy's gushing about it, it must be something cool. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I've been very, I, I'm very admittedly I've been very closed off to playing Japanese RPGs. Mm-hmm. And I've started my, I've started against that path. Like you said, I've been playing some Final Fantasies. Um, Still so late like, to you know, finish eight, man. I, like I said, I'm going <laughs> to finish it. It's going to happen. I, I know yeah. I'm so close to the end too. It's really, it's crazy. I just.
0: I'm I'm just, very, I just I'm, I'm, I just I just want to see a very ADD when
1: it comes to video games. Like I'm I either play it like like crazy or I don't play them at all.
0: I just want to see how long it takes you to beat Ultimate, dude, because it took me two and a half hours. Are you kidding me, bro? No. That's <laughs> like I've told you that before. <laughs> You I just want what? to see how long it takes you to beat her.
1: I will bring my PSP to work every day for the next week. So I, 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 we'll, we'll, it'll be the Revisiting the Classics coming up after our next one. See if, uh, see, see if,
0: see if you can do that. Because I'm definitely curious. I think you would probably, it would take you two or three lunch periods to actually beat her.
1: <laughs> I'm thinking it's going to be playing a lunch period, then me bringing the thing home and sitting there. And in finishing the dark, it. Just, yeah. Uh, uh, we'll see. I know I'm yeah. close with that. though. Yeah. Um, I haven't finished persona yet but okay. i feel i feel like i'm close to the end uh, just okay. you kind of you kind of get that feeling when you play a game um and stupid me I, of course i looked up online to see like how far i was mm-hmm. and it kind of spoiled a little bit for me. but i don't know how it ends so
0: okay yeah but, pers- but, but pers- apparently, persona, apparently, persona one is not i mean it's definitely one of the shorter ones in the series uh, i want to say around 30 hours
1: i've put a decent chunk in um okay. Maybe 12, twelve, thirteen hours.
0: Okay, so you're probably about half. half. Little, about, I about would half, say yeah. maybe, maybe about halfway. I know you don't do everything in RPG, in nah, JRPGs. So th-
1: from what I understand, though, they actually shut off a whole route in this game. Like I could have, I could have done something completely different, but because the, the, this is a port, mm-hmm. th- there, there's something called the Snow Queen route that I can't do in this game. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which it sucks because I read up on that. Once it said that I couldn't do it, I wanted to see what that's all about. And mm-hmm. I really shouldn't have read that because it's something that would have happened post game or, or, at least parallel to this. So I feel sure. like it's going to learn something for me going up, but that's yeah. my own fault. That's it's my own it fault. Is. Uh, but the other game I played, another game that I got for free, mm-hmm. well, not, kind of free because I do pay for Amazon Prime, sure. uh, but I got for free through the Amazon Prime, and that's the Red Strings Club.
0: Yeah, um, which looks really watch, really cool.
1: And if you watched our old show game articles that we used to do, mm-hmm. uh, it was one of the games that we definitely wanted.
0: Yeah, it absolutely was, uh,
1: and this is very much a game that Brian is going to love the hell out of.
0: I know. I I, I tagged it as well on Twitch Prime. I am going to play this eventually.
1: Um, so it's it's kind of like the '90s point and click style. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the story itself is told through dialogue boxes and. The, th- the things in the game is very much I don't, I don't want to give things away sure but it's your actions have consequences mm-hmm. um, and it's all about challenging free will
0: yeah
1: uh, so th- during during one of the games this small run for it you, was you're assembling robots with uh, or you. there's androids in this world and there's humans in this world the humans are very cognizant of how they are how they're how they're perceived so they, they take these pills that are specially designed to change your behavior and they're like nano like nano bots of a change your behavior so you can actually program these things to be to make people the way they should be or you could program to how it would help them in the future so like you you, you could be you could almost be playing god with these people
0: yeah that's actually really cool
1: um this is fun. I actually beat this game. Uh, I want to say it takes about eight to 10 hours. Okay. At least, that's, at least the way I play.
0: that's, <laughs> that's about what I was thinking for this type of a game.
1: And it kind of, it feels like it just zips along. So I, I think I played it like four hours of one clip for, for one of the days. Um, I
0: know you told me you're gonna come home from work and just sit down and play it one day. This past week, you told you. me, yeah. <laughs> I
1: was like, dude, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> could you told me. Because you told me. I think you messaged me you're like, it's one of the games. You have to get it now. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll get it. I'll get it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the art style. It's very new wave, retro wave. <sighs> uh, I played it a oh, way I, I don't normally play a game. I played it as a good guy.
0: Wow, okay.
1: I know, I know, right? Yeah. I kind of I want to go back because it wasn't a very long game and kind of just... See the other side. ...dick.
0: Yeah, see the other you side.
1: Because like, it took everything in me to, like, not use my evil impulses. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Like, I, I did kind of temper a little bit with... Like playing God, but i what I did, like I said what I did was i I made a choice that would help them in their life going forward sure. instead of keep you know, it's, it's, instead of like keeping them on their there's the same like routine of like always taking these pills, and it was worrying like okay, so it was fun uh I kinda like playing God I can uh, imagine. I can I, imagine I, that I, I, I didn't know that about myself, but <laughs> apparently that's that's something you must have known for a while.
0: Uh, <laughs>
1: No, nah, but I honestly, uh, uh, with, with a lot of like speech options, a lot of like micro things, you're going to love this. This is, this is right up your alley.
0: I, the only thing I was disappointed about, I haven't played it yet, but the only thing I was disappointed about is I already listened to the soundtrack because I obviously always listen to soundtracks. It's no, it's not. And I wanted it to be stronger just because I of like the, actu- I, I, actually wa- I wanted through. it to be.
1: I, I listened to the whole soundtrack myself as well. Because, mm. Um, we, you know, we have a show that we do called uh, BG Mania, and our past episode, was, or our upcoming episode, is, is, our, is our final radio hour. That can't English. Is our is radio our hour, hour this, yeah, 13. is it 55?
0: I don't know, I call it volume 13, because I, I go by months. Oh, so, 15. yeah. Okay, so, 13? Vo-
1: 13.
0: Volume 13. Um, yeah, well, I listened to this when it first came out like when it when it was just oh, okay. a releasing uh, I had found the soundtrack and I decided to listen to it and see if there was anything worth picking up or you know to see worth using on an air show and uh, it, it wasn't I mean there was a couple things that were that's, that's, that's not decent enough. but I mean I don't think that's really worth the anything music. that's h- worth highlighting.
1: The music in this game was very much background music. It was nothing that would have stood. Right, all.
0: it's very atmospheric, is at all. So.
1: That's the that's the word yeah. I wanted to use. It. So yeah, that's, that's, it's that's very just around atmospheric.
0: Around. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I got six games to talk about. Um, none of us, none, none crossing over. Uh, the first one I do want to start off with. I want to talk a little bit more about Ease Memories of Selceda, which I did do Critical Quest for this past week, but I played it obviously a little bit after. Um. After what you saw me end at, so I I do want to say, and because the uh you know the game obviously is coming out this Wednesday, uh, I don't know exactly. I, I probably should have looked. Uh, I'll, I'll pull that up while I'm talking, but I don't remember when the um review are going to go up for this. Uh, they will go up uh, on that Wednesday, so they'll go up Wednesday. But mm-hmm. I but I'm allowed to talk about it up through a certain portion of the game, which is basically where I'm at. Um, I I really do. Obviously, you know, I enjoy Nihon Falcom. I enjoy the East franchise. I enjoy everything that they do. It just blows me away every time that they release one of these games on PC. How much better they look, dude. Like, this was a Vita game. And the Vita is a powerful handheld. Vita's way more powerful than the 3DS. So, the Vita is fantastic for a handheld. I love it. And the game looked great on the Vita. But what XSeed Games always does, and shout out to them. It's the reason why we did get this early. Um, <laughs> yeah, shout out to them. Our friends over there at XSeed. But... Uh, what they manage to do every time with a PC port is fantastic. I mean, you look at Trails of Cold Steel one and two; how those games look on PC thousands of times better than the PS2, PS3 counterparts. Uh, While well, I said PS2, there are PS3 games, <laughs> um, but thousands of times better than than those counterparts. With you know just technological advancements that should be in the games, and it makes sense for them to be there. And because of that, these games look fantastic. So. Check out, obviously, keep an eye out for my official review for Ease Memories as I said of this Wednesday, but uh, I I do just want to say, I I just wanted to briefly talk about how gorgeous this game is. I only played it for about another two hours after I cut off the... um, critical quest portion i don't know if you i don't know if you had a chance to watch that episode yet or not but uh
1: no but I actually if you get a message like hey frank watch this so uh, i will <laughs> so, because, I, because i turn on the subscription bells which you should always do for our shows let you know get your yeah email, email.
0: it is it is important to do that because sometimes you will miss things if you don't have the bells turned on but uh yeah no i, I obviously had a blast playing this game uh music is always fantastic so You can't go wrong when you hunt out No, you really, really can't. Um, Along the same lines with Seed, I did play some Toho Scarlet Curiosity, which is a roguelike. It's it's good, man. It's not it's not great, but it's good. Um, This this obviously was provided to us from them as well. This came out last week. Uh, I remember talking about it in um, the what's new for this week when we did that last week. Uh, I haven't had a chance to put up a review for it yet. I will. I will. But uh, I've been slowly plugging away at this it's actually a fun game uh the toho games have always been hit or miss for me some of them i really really like some of them i really don't like some of them i I just think are just not worth worth my time or anyone's time but this one i definitely think is at least worth time if you like roguelike games like it's very very fun reminds me a lot of like dragon's crown pro or um the witch and the hundred knight the games like that so fun game you get the choice of picking between two characters at the start one is obviously the main character the other is her maid slash servant so you can play as either one of those two characters and the story differs based on who you're playing as, So it's pretty cool. Um, I was going to put up, I actually was going to do critical quest on that, but the reason why critical quest was delayed this past week, I didn't put it up till mid Thursday afternoon is because I was waiting for the preview embargo to expire for ease. Wow. I decided to do ease instead. So in the preview embargo inspired the day that I put that up. <laughs> sure. So, yeah. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about 20 XX, which we briefly talked about Recently, oh, in so the, you play 20XX. yeah, I have played 20XX now. Um We know very Mega Man, obviously very much Mega Man. Um I, I, I actually ended I've, I've had it on PC for a while. I just never have played it. Uh, I picked it up on Steam when it was dirt cheap one. I forget. It was on sale one time for like less than five bucks. And I, I picked it up or uh, and it was um, less than 10. But hey, Frank. It's on sale. That's all you have to do. Well, this was a while ago, dude. This was a while ago. I think I did mention it to you. Because uh, I, th- I know we usually talk about that kind of stuff, but I think I mentioned that I bought it. I don't think I told you how much it was, but I think I told you that it yeah. was on sale and I picked it up. Uh, but obviously, it just released on some consoles recently. Uh, so I decided to play it. I played the Steam version, and it's fun. I like it. It's hard. Very challenging. Obviously, these games oh, always so are.
1: So was Mega Man. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So was Mega Man. Um, but... I, I do like how they took inspiration from Mega Man and then just decided to do a little bit things different. So 20XX, I, I definitely think is is worth time if you are looking for that Mega Man type of experience while waiting for Mega Man 11. If cool. you don't want to play through the older games again,
1: if I may um, power ups and stuff like that. Are they found as you're going through or are they collectible? Or? You get them based off of the,
0: uh, when, you beat, when you beat the bosses.
1: Oh, so, so it, is Mega Man, it is Mega Man like in that way. OK, it's so, it, a thousand
0: percent Mega Man. Yes. Yeah, so you beat the first boss. The first boss in the game basically does this ability where he's shooting these like rays of light at you through and they're like either stagnant or they look like a box when you beat that boss. And it's, it's a challenging boss, but it's not that hard. It's the first boss. But when you beat that boss, you get the ability to then blow up these boxes that are rays of light and you use these to, you know, blow up certain areas of the levels or just attack enemies.
1: Because I heard so. there's like over like 200 power ups. and stuff, So I was wondering,
0: are there that many bosses or are they? No, there are other things you can get throughout the world or throughout the the levels mm-hmm. while you're exploring through the chest, which you shoot to open or the uh, the boxes that you can just destroy. There's one that's like a boomerang where you sh- where you throw it out and it just spins and it goes in a straight line, attacks anything in front of you and then it comes back and attacks everything again as it comes back. Uh, you have your standard, you know, your, your missile cannon gun or whatever the hell you want to call that. Um, and then a couple others that I don't really want to spoil. I, I okay. only, only okay. played this for like three or four hours. Uh, I'm okay, definitely okay. not too far, but um.
1: But it's not, it's not like it's not like Kirby, like where you're gonna pick up things from like every enemy along the way.
0: though. Okay. No, 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 no. It's definitely okay. not. Uh, I, 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 I would have a hard time believing this game had 200 power ups. I don't think I
1: had red ones. Like, it, it's
0: possible. You know? It might. I don't know, but I would have a hard time believing it. I will say that there are definitely multiple characters you can play through as. So okay, it's fine. not just the one character. So maybe they have their own individual power-ups or individual abilities that they get. I don't know, which could ex- definitely extend things. But uh, from what I remember, there's at least three or four characters you can play as. So there's there's definitely some replayability there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finally got around to playing Wreckfest, which is a game that I have had since it was an early access on Steam. Several, probably, God, early last year, maybe even before that. Um, oh, wow. Because... If you remember, uh, one thing that we did talk about, I don't remember where we talked about this at. Um, you know what? I think it was in BG Mania recently in the fire and lava levels because you had played a track you from Twisted Metal and you kind of called it a demolition derby style of game. That sparked my memory that I actually owned Wreckfest and I actually, I didn't have it installed, so I installed it. Usually if I'm not playing a game, I do uninstall it off of Steam and I just reinstall it whenever I want to play it. But the game officially launched Last week, the week before, it's recently like officially added early access. Okay. so, um, you know, it's no longer an early access and it basically is exactly what you would expect. It is a old school demolition derby style of game, but it also has a career mode where you can go through and you actually do races, but they're basically like demolition style races. So I, I did the first two areas that you that if you want to call them areas or stages or whatever, because there's like, you know, the first one you do has so many different things you have to do. Like you have to win a an actual demolition derby style of, a, of an event. You have to win a special style one where you're basically racing on lawnmowers or you're crashing into each other mm-hmm. on lawnmowers. Um, and then you have to go through and win the series of races. But the thing is, these races, they they behave just like a demolition derby. So they're on dirt tracks or they're on tarmac tracks. But anytime you crash, that kind of stuff, like they, the real physics happening to your car and you can actually like bang into people while racing so it's not like nascar where yes they get in crashes and you know the object obviously is to do whatever necessary to win In the races in wreck fest it's basically like encouraged to wreck your opponents or smash into them because if somebody smashes into you head-on not head-on but like in the back or from the side and tries to knock you off that person then becomes your rival throughout that race and it becomes a little objective to crash into them and to make them wreck to get bonus points and stuff for that race and to unlock more stuff throughout the the campaign. So it's actually really, really fun. Um, I spent most of my time doing um, outside of the campaign demolition derby style stuff because that's what I like playing these games for. So, you know, I'm, I'm leveling up my leveling up my person and getting more money to buy new cars, buy new equipment for these cars to continuously get these cars stronger, because at first you can win, but it's hard to win. Um, you you, uh, you know, at first when your car is just basically a stock car with nothing really on it, you pretty much have to let the AI computers just kind of crash into each other and just kind of hope for the best. Um, yeah, swoop
1: in when you can. <laughs> yeah,
0: swoop in when you can. Definitely. You, you have a it's very much like real rules. So you only have a set amount of time before you're disqualified if you're not actually participating in the event. So you have to make sure you're hitting someone at least every 20 or I think it's 20 or 30 seconds. Um, you will have a countdown show up on screen if you haven't hit anybody in an amount of time so you can actually know when to go in and do so but you definitely want to just kind of chip away kind of the, all the cars have health bars above them so you kind of want to look for cars that are slowly getting or getting ready to be knocked out and then just kind of go and crash into them and hope for the best to knock them out while not taking too much life off of your own car. Uh, I I really enjoy it. Very fun. There's different stadiums. You can participate in like county fair type stuff. Um, There's ones that obviously look like actual like arenas. There's one that's like crazy with like the walls that go all the way up with like cages on the dude. It's it's pretty cool. I like the creativity (laughs) of the actual state the stages you can participate in a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, I had a lot of fun. I played that for a while this past week. I, I jumped into it a few times throughout the week. Uh, I do want to briefly talk a little bit about World of Warcraft again, and I'll talk. We'll talk a little bit more about Warcraft when we get into the um, the weekly scoop news report because we do have a Warcraft story as well. But you're going to hear me talk a lot about Warcraft over the next several months because we're we're pretty much getting ready for the uh, the new expansion to release. And obviously, anytime a new expansion comes out, I dedicate a lot of time to Warcraft. Like honestly, World of Warcraft will be the game that I play the most every week from now through probably end of September. Uh, even though other games are coming out, I still will be putting most of my time into Warcraft. Obviously, I, I play a lot of games every week. I have a lot of time to play Wars, games yeah. because I work from home. I can play games while doing other things like I can write a couple news articles while playing a game. So I play a lot of games because that's my job. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm, I'm writing about them. I'm talking about them, reviewing them. That's that's what I do. So um, and Warcraft is an easy game to play when working, do like it is. I, I play Warcraft while editing our shows like it is an easy game to play while doing other things. But uh, no, I want full uh, focus on our shows. <laughs> no, there's always, always full focus. Okay. I'm always listening for those stupid things you try to slip in. OK, but, uh, the, the ogres can wait. No, no, no. The ogres cannot wait they are orcs, by the way. There are ogres in the game, too, though. But still, oh, I uh, like, <laughs> you are soon. You're going to be soon. I will soon. I will. Um, But I failed in my mission. I wanted to get to loser. I eh, pretty much am. I wanted to get to 110 before. The expansion launched, which is, again, August 14th. I did not realize that a few of the things that I wanted to accomplish on my mage, who is going to be my main character for the rest of my life in Warcraft, because I don't play often. I play casually. I wanted a glass cannon DPS that is purely DPS to just run in and have fun with whenever I decide to play. Some things were going away with the prepatch 8.0.1 which dropped last Tuesday. Um, Tuesday was the 17th. So the pre-patch launched on July 17th. And a few of the things I wanted to accomplish on that character were going away. I had to use the boost. The boost came free when I pre-ordered Battle for Azeroth. You know, you get a free level character, max level character boost to 110. I wanted to save that for a different character. I was trying really hard to save that for a different character. But I always, I never used it in case I needed it for the mage. I ended up having to use it. I used it on Monday, July 16th, the day before the pre-patch dropped, the day before the servers went offline to do the actual install, of the pre-patch. Uh, I used that boost and then got everything I wanted to get done within a couple hours that I that I didn't that I knew was going to go away. So my, my my mage is 110 now. I, I got up to level. So gonna,
1: so not, are, are you not going to play until?
0: No, no, no. I'm still playing because there's a lot of things I want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just there's most of the stuff I wanted to do wasn't going away. I didn't realize that two of the things I wanted to do were going away so um i i am still playing but uh, my mage is 110 and uh i got up to level 67 naturally so i i was still plucking away at it but i think i would have had a hard time getting to 110 anyway over the next 3 weeks uh it, it it does feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders now that the mage is 110 cuz i don't have to dedicate so much time to warcraft every week but i still want to dedicate time to it so i had a pretty much like an epiphany of what i want to do with world of warcraft going forward and that is obviously i'm going to play casually i'm going to still jump in for the weekly dungeon runs for the weekly heroic runs and looking for raid runs if i ever have time like if there's if it's a slow week for gaming which you know there are some slow weeks i tend to not have slow weeks because i play so much but there will be a time when i I would like to think there's a time when my backlog is caught up and i will have some downtime to where i might be able to jump into like a normal raid i will never be a part of an actual raiding team again I led one with uh, with my buddy Scott over in Seattle. Uh, I, I led one for years since Wrath of the Lich King. And I re- this. This raid team ended last year. So, uh, you know, this this is something that uh, I, I, I've been doing since 2008, 2009. So majority of my warcraft career i was leading a raid team with him and then he obviously he retired a lot sooner than i did he, he i think he left the game around 2014 2015. um he and he really hasn't came back he's came back for like two or three months and that was it but uh i i kept our team going we transferred servers a few times and we had a lot of the same core people throughout that entire time it was really fun it was really nice and we were decent at it but you know sitting down two, sometimes three nights a week to dedicate to raiding for three to four hours a night. It's hard to do when you're doing what I'm doing. So yeah. I will never be a part of an official scheduled raid team again. Um, I, I wouldn't mind filling in from time to time again if I have time obviously one of my good friends she she still plays Warcraft and um You know, if if her team ever needed someone to fill in and I actually didn't have anything to do, they raid on Mondays and Wednesdays, I think. So if there was ever a night where I could spend three hours to jump in, I would. I would absolutely I would love to do that kind of stuff, but I don't ever want to be a part of a scheduled thing again. So where I have to, I feel dedicated to show up
1: It's it's a game. I shouldn't be working. Yeah,
0: I, I don't want to have to feel like I'm dedicated to show up, especially because I feel dedicated to get everything else done that we're doing every single week. Um but yeah, no. So I'm going to do that. And then really what I want to spend most of my time with, which is why I decided to go with the mage, because mages are usually always good to great in Warcraft expansions. Like there's never been I don't think there's ever been a time maybe once when mages were like the bottom of the barrel. Mages are usually never the bottom of the barrel. They're always usually slightly above average to at the very top. And I wanted to have a character that I knew would consistently be good to where I could run in and always be competitive. If I wanted to competitive if I wanted to be. And then I want to spend most of my time running through old dungeons, old raids, grinding for gear and grinding for gold. So I want to make it a point to have every set possible on my mage from the first raid all the way up to the most current. Like I want to have access to all that gear because there's transmogs. You can actually change how your character looks on a day to day basis if you wanted to. Um, I want to have access to all that gear, but I also want to become... I've never been good at making gold in Warcraft. And this is something we talked about several mm. months ago when I was trying to buy the expansion with in-game gold. I've never been good at that. So I want to actually start. I want to get good at it. And one of the ways you do that is by running through these dungeons and raids and selling items that you get or just by, you know, stacking up the gold that you get from doing this kind of stuff. And uh, I actually want to be a Warcraft millionaire uh, because it's not as hard to do as it seems. So I want to actually. Which, funny enough, we are, you know, in a little bit, we're going to talk about some bucket list stuff we want to do. It's not on my list, but it should be. I want to become a, a Warcraft millionaire. That is one thing I want to do. Uh, I do have something on my list that is Warcraft-related, but it's not that. But uh, I, I do want to do that, and um, I want to start grinding out some of these achievements that I missed through past expansions and mounts and pets. So that's really what I want to do in Warcraft going forward. That's like, cool. um, I still want to see current content, but I really want to say, you know, I don't get to kill the battle for azeroth main bosses on normal or heroic or mythic while the content is current eventually in like 3 or 4 years i'll be able to go back and do that through the old content because i can do that now with like the warlord of drainor or when battle for azeroth comes out and i get to 120 and i get better gear i'll be able to go back to legion bosses and easily roll through normal and heroic mythic will be challenging but i'll be able to easily roll through the normal and heroic stuff so that is that is so i may be 2 years behind from time to time That's not a big deal to me anymore. It used to be. I used to be devastated by that thought, but now it's not that big of a deal anymore. Um, Last game I want to talk about is something I said I was going to talk about this week. I wanted to wait to try to talk about it with you, but I know you didn't have a chance to play it this week. Um, Octopath Traveler. So I've been dedicating a lot of time to Octopath Traveler this week, and I am at the point now where I've recruited four characters. So there's eight we know that that's yeah, it's called. So you're,
1: is it either you're halfway through or just halfway through the recruitment
0: I'm halfway through the recruitment phase <laughs>
1: okay.
0: so I really like the way acquire and the, acquire is the studio that developed this game they're the studio that's behind the Bravely Default series um, I, I really like the way they handle this one I do think this game blows the Bravely Default games out of the water this is one of the best things that Square Enix has had their hand in in a very long time and it does make me wish that Square Enix who struggles to make current technologically advanced games. I kind of wish they would see the success of Octopath Traveler, which is selling out everywhere, getting rave reviews everywhere and say, huh, we need to go back and focus on the style again because Square Enix excelled at this style during the NES, the SNES, and even the PS1 era. They excelled at this style. They've struggled since then. Not every game. And I always say this, not every game has to look like the Witcher three. Not every game has to look like The Last of Us. No, it doesn't. Uh, Octopath Traveler is fucking gorgeous, dude. It's amazingly gorgeous. And it's like one of the best looking games of this year. I'm not going to lie. It's one of the best looking games releasing in 2018. This game is absolutely... The pixels used is absolutely gorgeous. Like This game is a fantastic game. And they kind of need to see the success of this. And I hope it's... I hope they're paying attention to the success of this and to the sales because they could easily easily make millions of dollars dude if they just started releasing games like this again doesn't have to be if they don't want to make final fantasy 16 or final fantasy 17 in the style of an snes game they don't have to make games like octopath traveler give them stupid names give them unique names octopath traveler 2 is fine as well just do stuff like this and you're gonna make a lot of money because people will buy these games especially because Nintendo likes the style of game. Nintendo still is very much... Nintendo is very much like Square Enix. Nintendo struggles to release games that look like The Witcher 3 or The Last of Us or God of War. Nintendo struggles in the technological department, just like Square Enix does. That's why Nintendo relies so much on the past and so much on the retro. And I say that about the Switch, too. Like, Nintendo. I don't give a crap, dude. Nintendo could release games that look like SNES or N64-style games, and I'd buy them. And I know millions of other people that would too. So you included.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. I, I'm not,
0: yeah. Uh, I'm right there with you. Yeah. So not every game needs to look amazing. They just need to have, you know, Fant- and Octopath Traveler, the narrative, so good. I love the way they did this. So, again, you pick your main character. And that is your main character throughout the story. I picked Honnet. Honnet is the hunter. I like hunters. Always have. Uh, I like ranger classes. I like range classes. I like hunters. Uh, she is a very advanced character to play, though. I would not recommend for her. I would not recommend her to someone like you, who is not like a veteran to JRPGs. Um, She has a lot of things to micromanage. She has her pets. So, you know, she has her normal attack. She can attack with a bow or an axe, but she can also summon beasts where she has a normal beast that she summons that doesn't have any cooldown. Like you can summon it every turn if you want to. And it's very powerful. She is she is probably the most powerful starting character in the game, but one of the most difficult to actually start
1: with. That's Um, usually how these games work, where if you have something, if you you go the strongest, you're you're, going to have a hard time, but it'll be easier for you later on. Right. And and it's vice versa, you know, if you pick the weakest.
0: Right. 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 Yep. So she could summon these beasts. But the cool thing about her is she can also tame slash capture beasts as well that you see out in the world. So while she's out there one of her abilities is to capture and you capture these beasts say you capture like a forest fox which is i mean isn't that as an example because that's really the first thing you're going to encounter in her story and uh, in, in the in the area that you set off from her town um the forest fox is going to be the first enemy you see in the game usually unless you get there's like uh something else too that you could possibly see but nine tens out of ten is probably gonna be a forest fox and uh you capture it and then that forest fox then becomes a summon as well and so when you go to summon beast you can either choose your main beast or you could choose the forest fox and the only thing is enemies that you capture through the actual capture ability like enemies that you tame, or yeah bosses or monsters that you tame they have a set amount of usages that you can do before they go back to the wild so say the forest fox has like five charges which means you can summon that five times total
1: oh like total, total? Or per, per round? Total.
0: So if oh, you okay. summon it twice in one battle, that means the next time you start the next battle, you have three charges left. Once you summon it those five times, it goes back into the wild. Now you could tame as much as you want, from what I understand. I I, mean, I do use my summon beasts more often than not because they are very powerful. So I'm constantly taming new things and releasing them back to the wild after using the charges. But I've That's had to, I've had a point to where I've had like seven or eight beasts in my list that I could choose from. Um, and you can oh all, you don't have a, you don't have a limit you, you don't just... have a limit at least from what I understand there's no limit there probably is some type of limit I've not reached that cap yet though. But you can also have multiples of things. So I've had like three forest fox in my list before. Uh there's beasts that you can summon, or there's beasts that you can tame. They they make up the equivalent of a type of weapon. So the forest fox represent a sword. So their attack is like so enemies that are weak to swords are also weak to the forest fox. Turtles have like spears. So enemies that are weak to spears, you could use a turtle and you actually, you know, take advantage of their weaknesses. Uh, there are certain enemies that you can tame and capture that when summoned will heal you. So Hanit also has a heal that is capable to Ophelia, who is the cleric in the game and is actually her heal through her beasts is more powerful than they made the actual healer in the game. So Hanit is just incredibly insanely versatile dude like she can do everything and it's amazing but it's it's a lot of micromanaging it's a lot to actually keep track of um but you want to obviously take advantage of your enemy's weaknesses because that's where the whole break system comes in which you should know from the demo um so each enemy has a shield on them where that has to be you know hit so many different times through their weakness so that they go into like stagger mode and you do more damage to them. Um, Bosses usually have like five or six charges and regular enemies are anywhere from like one through four, um, at least from what I've encountered so far. You definitely have to take advantage of that. And then you go ahead and, you know, when they, when they break, you can then do your boost mechanic to where you're doing like triple or double the damage so that, uh, you know, these, you get through these fights faster. But what I really like about what Acquire did is how they handled the recruiting of the multiple characters. So I started with Honnet. I finished her main story. So I finished her chapter one from there. It says, you know, you are free to go out and venture, do whatever you want to do. Uh, you can go right to her chapter two. Like you could spend time leveling up and go straight to her chapter two. Wouldn't recommend it because her chapter one, by the time you finish with chapter one, you're probably level five or six. I was level six. I usually tend to overlevel a little bit. I was yeah, level sure, six. Sure. Um, but I, but I could easily see anyone being level five or six because I didn't do too much extra grinding. Um, Chapter two, what's really cool though, when you open the world map, you can see where you need to go and it'll tell you the recommended level to where you're going to go. I do like that. I wish other RPGs would do that too. um Chapter two's recommended level was 25. So huh. if you wanted so, to go.
1: So, so you should have recruited back in chapter
0: one. Well, no, 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 no. So the way it works, and that's why I said I really like what they did. So every character's story is separate so honit her chapter two recommended level is 25. now i can take honit she's always gonna be my party she's the main character i started with she will always be my main character she will always have to be part of my four party members so i take her and i go to the next town over i'm going in a circle because all the towns are on a circle like that's just there's there's layers. And we talked about this last week. But the first layer, if you if you think of the map as, as like a, a three layer tier, the first layer is the circle of towns, the eight towns that, that are in the game or eight of the towns that are in the game. Where all the main characters are found. So I go from her starting area to the next town over to the right. I'm going in the actual clockwise direction uh, to the right. That's Ophelia's town. Ophelia is the cleric. The healer. Uh, So you get to her town and you see her standing there in the middle of the town. You go up and talk to her and you basically get introduced. Again, the narrative is so good. Like, I love how they actually do the narrative in this game. You introduce to the character and you're told a little bit of the backstory. You're then given the choice. Do you want to recruit this character? You can say yes or no. Uh, Choosing yes. You're then given the option. Do you want to see the start? Do you want to see the events from the start of the story? You oh, say, as if
1: you actually started her, okay.
0: Yes, as if you would have actually started with her. You could say yes or no. So if you've already played the character, you could say no and skip right to that point. I've been saying yes. Obviously, I've never played as these characters. So you say yes. The game then puts Haunett's story aside, and now you're playing as Ophelia through her chapter one. So you're back to level one. You're you're playing as Ophelia, and you're you're doing her setup to get to her chapter two. So you play through the initial stages of her chapter one. OK, so like the first maybe 15 minutes of her chapter one, okay. the, the game then goes back to where you see her standing in the middle of the town where you first saw her as your main character. At that point forward, you so in in, in Hanit's chapter one, I only had her like I from her main town. I had to go out and actually do her her main objective by myself with just her. Obviously, she has beasts really easy to do, but I had to go fight the boss of her chapter one by myself. Now I have two characters and I go and do uh, Ophelia's stuff and by the way, Ophelia is voice acted by my favorite female voice actor in the entire world. Christina V. Uh, I, I fell in love with her back in dude, like 2008 or something when the first hyperdimension Neptunia came out. Cause she plays, she was the voice of compa in that series, uh, been following her ever since. So as soon as I heard that voice, I was like, holy shit, I know that voice I'm in love. So, uh, instantly became my favorite character in the game because of that. But, uh, she, uh, she go, you go out and do her rest of her chapter one, but you have um, hanet or whoever you choose to do, whoever you're playing as, they're in the party with you. But because of that, the chapter one difficulty scales up a little bit. Okay. So, yeah. So, you know, whereas like if you would have done Ophelia's boss, like if you would have started the game with her, the boss wouldn't have been nearly as difficult. I died three times on Ophelia's boss um, and that was with hanet at like level 10. <laughs> so it scales up. So now now that I have now that you have both Ophelia and Haunted or whoever whichever two characters you choose to do, if you go back to the world map and look at, say, your first characters, chapter two again, you know, I said it was level twenty five recommended. Now it's level twenty seven. So it scales continuously so that the actual mm-hmm. thing will scale based on how many characters you have. I'm assuming up to four because you can only have ever only ever have four people in your party. So even if you recruit eight, all eight characters, you have four reserves that aren't gaining experience at the same time. You do have to swap them in and out. Um so I kept going, dude. I kept going to the right, and you know the the next character you get, um, what the hell is his name? I forget. He's the I forget his name. Terrible of me to forget the name. Uh, he's the scholar, the one I told you to start with, because I think you would enjoy his playstyle because he's very puzzle puzzle in nature. Uh, I recruited him and I did his stuff, and then it just everything scaled up, and then I kept going, and then I recruited like the next one down was Tressa the merchant, so I recruited her. And that's where I'm at. I've recruited four characters now. Uh, I'm about a little over eight hours into the game, so each character basically takes about two hours to do get through their first chapter one, and then obviously you know you're going through a couple different areas to to get to each individual town. So you're going through a couple different maps, and you definitely want to explore the maps to the fullest that you can because it's really cool. You can actually find chests off beaten paths, and it doesn't require a ton of exploring. If you see a path, go one way, go the other way, because it probably leads to a dead end in a chest. That's, how, that's pretty much how are it you, is.
1: Now, are you going to go all the way around before you do Chapter 2?
0: Yes. I'm going to make the full circle and it's recommended that you complete that full circle because that's that's how you basically are going to see everything in just one playthrough so you don't have to again you could just spend time recruiting characters and like I said once you have four you can go out and then go to the second layer which is where all the job you know the job shrines are at and get new jobs and go out and look for the hidden jobs or optional dungeons that exist in the game like I found already just by going off the beaten path of that first inner circle because I you know I do like to explore Uh, I'll go up to one way and see even though if it says like you know this area um, if, if it's within my level range I'll check it out but it's funny because I will see certain paths like when you get to a, a section that's about to transition to you uh, it'll say like you know the danger level which the danger level is basically what your recommended level should be mm-hmm. so like there's one that says like danger level 25 well I'm level 10 I'm not going to wander up there because I'll get one shot so um, there's, oh, that, dude. there's a lot of a lot of replayability, a lot of exploration to go back and see areas and go back to areas that you've already been to to see. Obviously, if now you can go, you know, see, see what's out there. So so I do think that's pretty cool. I do really like that. Um, I love the way they did this, dude. And like the music is so good. Check out BG Mania this week. I do have a track from from Octopath Traveler in our radio hour this week. Um, I'm just I'm in love with this game. This is a fantastic game. I am absolutely in love with this game. So I can't wait for you to start playing it. So that way we can actually talk about it too.
1: Same,
0: because same, because, same. because I do want to know. Obviously, I want to know how you're going to play this game, dude. I also want to know what character you're going to start as. I want to know like just how you do this because you are not a veteran JRPG player. So I'm, going to, I'm, I'm start dying. This- I'm dying to see how you, well, you can't. But I am dying to see how you oh. do this game, dude. Like I think you're going to really like this game. This is a, this is a fantastic experience. Um, Yeah. That's it, dude. That went way longer than I thought it was going to. We're already 15 minutes into the show. I I didn't think we'd spend that long on what we've been playing, but we did. So we're going to go ahead and transition now into the weekly scoop news report. Luckily, there's not a whole lot to talk about this week. Five things. Seven, actually. We have seven things to talk about. We're close. We have seven things to talk about this week. Uh, Most of them are going to be very, very brief. So we always start off with big news. We actually have two stories to talk about in the big news this week. The first one is that Sony Interactive Entertainment has opened the beta test signups for the PS4 system software update 6.0. If you haven't seen this yet, I highly recommend you go sign up. I didn't get the I didn't get the invite. I have to sign up. Yeah, you have to sign up each time. I didn't get the invite either. Okay.
1: Uh, I okay. I had to
0: si- I had to sign up. always sign so, for these things. Yeah. So the, so the uh, the sign up is active now for the uh, 6.0 beta. Um, it says that users can sign up anytime from now through July 27th. So you. Do you have until this Friday to sign up and um, yeah, pretty much it Change changes. That's <laughs> what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that uh, I'm hoping that this someone will be the uh, the one that has the change usernames because that means that this beta will probably launch sometime in August. They usually do. They usually launch the month after the signups go up and then come out sometime in September. It
1: may, yeah, usually the fall update. So. Yeah, it
0: may not be because they, they did talk about they would say they would hope to have something to say about the changing username at this coming up PlayStation Experience. They did mention that last year at the PSX. So this could be the one, but it may be the next one. We'll have to see. This could be the one though. I'm hopeful. Uh the other story that I want to talk about in terms of big news is that Warcraft has made a welcome change to how subscriptions work. Um th- this could be a way to get a lot of new players into the game. Because you no longer have to buy previous expansions. All you have to do like Mm -hmm. they they got they got rid of the battle chest. So we know battle for Azeroth coming August 14th. Um, One of the things that they did on the same day that they rolled out the pre patch this past Tuesday was that all six current expansions. So from vanilla up through Legion are now included with the base monthly subscription fee. Wow. So all you have to do is go to worldofwarcraft.com or whatever the website is, literally make an account, subscribe, and then when you download the, the client, you're actually getting all six expansions included in that subscription price. Oh. So you no longer have that- to... That's yeah.
1: actually, that's a big deal. That's- yeah.
0: You used to have to buy the battle chest, which the battle chest would usually include. The battle chest would usually include most of the games, if not all the games. I I, I haven't, bu- I've never bought in a battle chest because I've always bought the expansions when they were current. And I've always spent 40 or 50 bucks on these expansions. So but the battle chest was like, you know, as cheap as sometimes like five bucks on Black Friday. But I think the normal price was like 15 or 20. And you bought that. And that gave you access to either all or all but one of the expansions. So with minus the, the, the current. So like if you bought it during Legion, you would get everything but Legion or you would get everything through Mr. Pandaria and then still have to buy Warlords of Draenor and Legion. I forget it worked one way or the other. I don't remember exactly how it was. But now you just get everything through paying the $15 per month subscription. Um, this is actually huge because, like I said, this could entice people that that fell off, maybe during Wrath or Cataclysm or Mists to come back, you know, reactivate their account. And then now they have access to every expansion besides the current one or for new players that have never jumped into Azeroth. You are getting a fantastic deal because you're getting all expansions for free with for just 15 bucks a month. And you don't even have to like you cancel after the first month. You still have those expansions if you decide to come back because they're not going anywhere. So it's pretty freaking cool, dude. I, I really like that. And I do hope that this leads smart. to. Yeah, I do hope that this leads to more people playing Warcraft every month because the more the merrier, um, the more there are, the more that, you know, the the less likely it is that will ever go away. So and it's not going away at least for another 10 or 20 years. <laughs> um Game announcements. We only have one game announcement to talk about this week. Dude, it's been a very light week. We didn't do any reaction videos this past week because there was nothing.
1: It's Comic-Con week, so. Yeah, there was nothing
0: but, this past week, dude. All media is that way right now. Yeah, there was nothing this past week. There was a couple trailers we could have maybe reacted to, but nothing that really stood out to me that we had to do. Uh game announcements, we have one Jaeger, who is the developer behind Spec Ops The Line, which I thought was a fantastic game, has announced the cycle, a match-based first-person shooter where players complete. Uh, I'm sorry, where players compete to fulfill contracts during 30-minute matches. It will launch first for PC, followed by consoles at a later date. Uh, So it says here, welcome to to Fortuna 3. Far as we can tell, this rock was terraformed by aliens a long time ago. The Federation tried colonizing it, but the cycle put an end to that. We're talking world-spanning storms that kill anything dumb enough to set foot planet-side to set, yeah, to set foot planetside, aside, and these storms are happening more often than not. Your home is a spinning collection of tin cans known as Prospect Station. The main thing going for it is that it's not the surface. It ain't pretty, but no one said life on the frontier was going to be easy. Your role contracts. You put up with this junk for one reason to get rich. The planet's full of exotic materials that the major galactic fe- factions. I almost said federations. The major galactic factions pay serious credits for when the cycle breaks. That's your window to get down there and get to work. Just watch out for the competition. The long arm of the law doesn't reach out this far. Um, so this is an interesting concept because I don't I can't think of anything similar to this. I can't think of something that's been. Is, is
1: it know. battle royale in the sense where everyone's going to be like bad rushing for things? well, it almost sounds like Hunger Games, but not like like you want to get you want to everything you can. Mm-hmm. If it is, you do have to. Um, I don't know.
0: It says here that there's 20 players per match, um, so it's definitely not a hundred like a battle royale, but. I don't know if you're working with people or just by yourself or or what. So maybe you're competing against these 19 other people to get the resources and to fulfill the contract and whoever, whoever fulfills the contract first wins. I don't know. This sounds intriguing to me. I really like the concept and I want to keep an eye on it because it sounds really, really cool. Um, Yeah, we'll have to see. We're going to skip over sales and revenue. We're going to skip over teases and leaks. We go right to DLC related news. We have one thing to talk about this week, and it's actually about Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. So, yeah, so there was version 1.6 that that was launched this past week for uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and it added a, um, a new character, which was Link in his champion's tunic. Now, I haven't booted up Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Have you? No, so I don't know if oh, this I is, is I don't. Oh, you don't you don't own this? Wow. Okay. I know. right? Um, I don't know if this is like a separate character from the link that's already in the game that's added to the roster or if this is an alternate costume. I don't know, but it does say a new character. So I don't know. Uh, it, They also added the Master Cycle Zero as a new vehicle, which was the thing that you got in the Champions Ballad DLC for Breath of the Wild. Yes. Uh, they added ancient tires that you can select for your thing. Again, those are the tires that were on that uh, on that motorcycle in the game. You can now use those on standard carts for anybody. Uh, they added the paraglider as a new glider, which, again, from Breath of the Wild. Awesome. And uh, they made revisions to improve gameplay as well as some content that they did not share because they want you to see it in game and experience it first. So uh, I think we have to boot up Mario Kart Deluxe here soon because that's really cool. Uh, I love that there's, there's still a free update. There's yeah, awesome. free update. I love that they're still updating Mario Kart 8, not even just deluxe, let's just Mario Kart 8 in general, because that game's been out for so long. Like, obviously, this is a deluxe update, but still, the fact that they're releasing new content for a game that's that old, that's awesome and it's free. So, you can't beat it. Uh, we're going to skip over the delays. We got three random news to talk about this week. And <laughs> that's always excites you. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is something that I do think we need to watch. I think it would have been fun to um, to maybe do uh, a reaction video to this, but I don't want to because of the the logistics and the legality behind everything. But uh, there was an uncharted fan film released starring Nathan Fillion.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I haven't had a chance to watch this yet. of you. Neither have I, but I do want to watch that. It's only 15 minutes long. So, yeah, it's it's basically about 15 minutes, but it's. Pretty much from what I've seen from the trailer and from what people have told me, it basically is like a mini uncharted experience. And it's actually really cool. Jessica actually, um, she was talking to me about this before we found out it was a fan film. She's like, Hey, did you see, uh, they're making an uncharted movie? And I was like, no, she's like, yeah, Nathan Fillion's actually be playing Drake. I was like, Oh, that's really cool. He actually does look like him somewhat. Um, and if then, I had to pick an actor, that's exactly who I would have oh, chosen. Oh, 100 percent, dude. And uh, it's just funny because like a few days after she told me this, we saw that the fan film was releasing. And, and it's a little disappointing that it's not a full motion picture. But I think a 15 minute fan film is actually really, really cool. Um, They actually got some pretty decent people because Stephen Lang from Avatar plays Sully. And then uh, Mercia Monroe plays Elena from Book Club. So. Oh, wow. So they, they obviously Nathan Fillion, probably the biggest out of the three there, but still like getting him was fantastic. And he's actually got that like that same type of humor that uh, Drake does in the actual games. So pretty freaking spot on casting with him there. Uh, I'm going to watch this. I haven't had a chance to yet, but I will. Maybe we'll be able to talk we'll just, about it next week.
1: Yeah, we, we should. We should definitely.
0: Yeah.
1: 15 minutes. Let's, let's carve 15 minutes out of our lives. and watch yeah. this movie. No,
0: I think we should. Like I said, I, I I think it would be fun to do it as like an actual reaction video, but I don't know the legality behind that. And I don't we'll want to. get involved. Anyway, I don't though. know. Yeah. I, I don't want to get involved Maybe, with that.
1: We, so we, 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 we probably do like a post movie review of anything. Yeah, we'll just do it on this show we'll next be, week. We'll, we'll, do, it it, we'll, we'll do it on the we'll show next, it, next yeah.
0: week. Okay. Um Grand Blue Fantasy Project Relink. We did watch a trailer for this on an episode of um, Game Oracles. And we still did that. If you remember, it was the one where uh, there was a girl simply walking through town wearing a blue cape and then eventually morphed to this giant freaking boss battle. And we watched it three times because we couldn't get the audio right. right. (laughs) So just to give you an idea of the game I'm talking about, uh, they did recently confirm that the game will be localized in English, French, Italian, German and Spanish publisher side games confirmed. So this game will be localized in English, whether that means it's releasing here or not. I don't know, because sometimes games when they when they launch in Asia for like the Hong Kong market or the Taiwan market, they do have English subtitles and English text could be just that. If that's the case, I'll import it if they don't announce an official local, you know, an official release here. But the fact that this is getting actual English text in the game that's everything to me. That's all I needed. Like, I don't care about English yo, voices.
1: Yo, yo quiero jugar. Es muy divertido.
0: Yeah. I don't know what that said, but, uh, we need subtitles, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, I just, uh, the, the fact that I'll be able to get this game one way or the other, like head shining residents released in Asia on PS3 with English text and English subtitles. I would have imported it already. Like, I don't need English voices. That is the, that is the last thing I care about in these games. I like having it. Don't get me wrong, but it's the last thing I need. As long as I can read the game, know what I'm doing. And, understand the story all I care about so Brian read come on I'll leave that when I see it I do read I do read Um, they did say that we would find out more about ground blue fantasy project relink this December so we'll have to see and this is actually being developed by platinum so that's that has me really excited all right the yeah the uh, last bit of news this week, obviously, we always end with a release date, and we got a good one, a surprise one that came out of left field for me. I didn't actually think this game was going to make it this year. So, uh, oh, Fo- no, no. Focus Home Interactive and developer Cyanide Studio announced that Call of Cthulhu is going to be launching for PS4, Xbox One, and PC on October 30th, the day before Halloween.
1: Christmas.
0: Christmas, yes. Christmas. <laughs> yep for Christmas yeah basically October 30th is a Tuesday Halloween does fall on a Wednesday this year so uh, yeah Call of Cthulhu the official video game inspired by um, classic pen and paper RPG will begin the spread of madness on October 30th this year just in time for Halloween lock the doors turn off the lights and uncover the chilling mysteries of this narrative RPG descending deep into a world of inevitable insanity and shrouded old gods within Lovecraftian iconic universe I can't wait I can't wait
1: to like, you how crazy you're going. So, yep.
0: Yeah, I cannot wait for this game. Uh, This is one, obviously, that's been on our radar for a long time because, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're both big Lovecraft fans. And uh, so, uh, yeah, this is a must play for me. Even if it's bad, I still want to play it to see how it is. So because you, you, you never know what you're going to get with these kind of games. <laughs> you never, ever know. Yeah, you never know. So this could be terrible, but I'm hopeful that it's good. But as always. Call of Cthulhu, October 30th, Halloween. I'll be working on a haunted house at that point. Let's talk about what's releasing this week and the new releases for the week of July 23rd. Actually, a decent week this week in the middle of the summer, dude. I'm actually surprised with this week. Really? Yeah. Pretty decent week. Very hefty week. Um, you know, nothing, not me, nothing huge, nothing huge, but a, a decent week nonetheless. So we're going to okay. start off with tomorrow, Tuesday, July 24th, coming to PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4 and Xbox One. We have Mega Man X Legacy Collection. The celebrated Mega Man X series returns, huh? No, it's not yet. Oh, it's po- the, X the X collection collection X. X gonna give it to you. X gonna give it to you. Play as Mega Man X, the powerful successor of classic fighting robot Mega Man. Can DMX be our official rapper for BG Mania? Never (sighs) Play as Mega Man X, the powerful successor of classic fighting robot Mega Man, as he battles a variety of deadly bosses known as Mavericks in four hit titles. Mega Man X Legacy Collection includes the legendary 16-bit titles and the series' exciting foray into the 32-bit era, Mega Man X, Mega Man X2, Mega Man X3, and Mega Man X4. The heroic robot grows stronger as he takes down Mavericks and steals their weapons and can dash and wall-jump, making for a thrilling, fast-paced combat experience. Mega Man X Legacy Collection comes with an armory of new features, your skills in the new X challenge mode which pits players against two deadly bosses in two on one battles explore a huge museum filled with rare production art catalogs of classic merchandise a playlist this is really cool a playlist of nostalgic commercials and more nice um are you going to pick this up
1: probably i'd love mega man and mega man x sad to say i haven't beaten them all i've yeah. never mega man haven't beaten never mega man x okay
0: Uh, Along the same lines, also coming out Tuesday, July 24th, Mega Man X Legacy Collection. Again, PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Complete the exciting Mega Man X saga with this collection of four action-packed titles. Spanning two gaming eras, this collection showcases the evolution of the series with Mega Man X5, X6, X7, and X8. Both Mega Man X and his ally Zero return as playable characters, allowing players to jump and shoot through challenging stages with X's arm cannon or slash through enemies with Zero's energy saber. Mega Man X Legacy Collection 2 also includes a new armory of features. Same stuff we just talked about. Uh um, anything
1: this is the one I have to get because I haven't beaten seven <laughs> Okay.
0: Yeah, same stuff we just talked about for um for the first legacy collection. But uh, it also includes an animated prequel film starring the origins of Mega Man X villain Sigma. Oh
1: cool, cool,
0: cool. So yeah, they're both coming out tomorrow. Um they're both twenty bucks a piece. I do want to get them both eventually, but I don't know that I'll be able to right now. So I would like switch. to have them. Oh hundred percent, yeah. If okay. I do get them, it'll if I do get them it'll be switch. But, uh, yeah, I, I would like to have these uh, also coming tomorrow, coming to Xbox one. Finally, it's No Man's Sky inspired mm-hmm. by. Yeah, No Man's Sky finally coming on Xbox one inspired mm-hmm. by classic science fiction and its overwhelming sense of adventure and imagination. Hello Games presents a game of unprecedented scale and ambition and No Man's Sky. You explore an infinite universe where you will discover unique, never, be- never before seen planets and life forms A mystery lies at the center of the galaxy. Spoiler, not that great. An irresistible (laughs) pulse that draws you on an epic voyage to discover the true nature of the cosmos. Your journey will be charted with danger, encountering hostile creatures and fierce pirates. In order to survive, you will need to prepare, upgrading your ship, suit, and weapons. Whether you choose to fight, trade, or explore, every decision you make has consequences, shaping your journey as you travel even deeper into No Man's Sky. However, I will give them credit, though, because this now does include full multiplayer support. You can play with friends. And it does include all updates released thus far for the that game.
1: That is what I was about to ask. Okay, okay. so, so this, this, you're actually getting a more complete game than this is 100 users here
0: <laughs> This is the 100. Well, the PS4 version has multiplayer support now too. Um but now. so but this this is the No Man's Sky that should have launched two years ago. So it, it's unfortunate. Like, it just it sucks because we always see this. Like these games are rushed out. They're not done. They're scared to keep delaying it because they don't want people to get pissed off. So they release these unfinished games. You could say the same about Final Fantasy 15. Like, yeah. You could, you could say the same about final fantasy 15 like you know just um these yeah like the, what you're getting now with the royal edition on pc especially with the you know the season two of the dlc stuff the episodes that are coming out that's a way better game now than it was two years ago so it just it really really sucks that they continue to do that and uh, just you know release really season incomplete games but I, I get it i know why they do it so um I don't want to keep trashing No Man's Sky because I did trash it when it first came out. I thought the game was crap. Everyone did. But I will give Hello Games credit and Sean Murray now because they've actually made a game that I do think is at least worth checking out. I wouldn't say that it's worth sticking with, but I think it's at least worth checking out, if not just to play multiplayer. Like, I would like to jump back in and play multiplayer. I think that'd be cool. So um we have another release tomorrow actually we have two more releases still on tuesday mm-hmm. tomorrow uh, and the next one coming to pc ps4 and xbox one it's train sim world Train Sim World offers you the opportunity to be the driver. Walk around stations, sidings, and freight yards in immersive first person on some of the world's most amazing railways. Climb aboard a variety of famed diesel and electric traction from around the globe and master authentically recreated routes and systems. I think this would be cool to check out once, but I don't know that I go back to it after that.
1: Come on, ride the train and you can ride it. choo-choo. <laughs> no, I would love to be, I would love to be a conductor from Shiny Time Station. That would be awesome.
0: Yeah, I would like to, I would like to just play this game like once. But I mean, like, I don't think I'd go mm-hmm. back to it. Maybe uh maybe if it was like the uh, Are You Fair of the Dark where you had the ghost train and maybe you could play as a ghost train. that would be really cool. And I would go back to time. all the time.
1: I'd be riding that train i on cocaine. Casey <laughs> Jones, you better watch your speed.
0: <laughs> the last release coming tomorrow to PC, Nintendo Switch, PS4 and Xbox One. It's the Banner Saga 3. Banner Saga 3 is the final dramatic chapter in the mature, story-driven Viking RPG series, which has won over 20 awards and has been nominated for four BAFTA awards. As the world continues to crumble around you, who can you trust? How will you protect your allies? And what choices will you make as the darkness draws near? Witness the Banner Saga as you've never seen it before, as a dark force takes over and affects everything you've come to know in the beautifully hand-painted finale of the trilogy. Choose new playable characters to join your party, including Dredge Heroes. Take advantage of new upgrade options as they progress in battle. Deeper strategic combat with the new battle wave system against a myriad of new enemies. The Valka Spear and heroic titles let players customize their playstyle even further. Also releasing tomorrow is uh, the Banner Saga Trilogy, I believe, for um, PS4 and Xbox oh, One. Putting,
1: they're putting all the other, okay. Yeah,
0: so it's not coming to Switch, but it is coming to PS4, Xbox One. So it's, it's all games on one disc. I just didn't put that in there. So I I am excited to see how the Banner Saga 3 concludes. I have played the first two games. They are fantastic. I cannot speak highly enough of them. I say that all the time. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to the Banner Saga 3. On Wednesday, July 25th, we have coming to Ease Memories of Celceta. Again, I already talked about that. World-famous red-haired adventurer Adel Kristen awakens in the unfamiliar land of Celceta, remembering nothing more than his name. Join Adel and his new friends as he embarks on an adventure to map the wilderness and reclaim his memories in this beloved action RPG from Neon Falcon. Uh, of note... Christina V also is a voice actor in this game. She plays Karna. <laughs> the one I talked about earlier from uh, Octopath Traveler. She's in, okay, a lot of okay. She's in a lot of games. Uh, Thursday, July 26th, coming to PC and Nintendo no Switch, we have a game called Sleep Tight. This unique twin stick shooter, base builder, hybrid, we have seen something on Game of this before, comes wrapped in blankets of nostalgia. Construct your strongest pillow fort during the day and defend your bedroom from endless hordes That's of right. monsters That's each right. night. This, yep. This fast-paced arcade-style game packs some deep strategy, and you'll need to use your wits if you're going to survive to the top of the leaderboards. With 12 unlockable characters, mix-and-match playstyles, an abundance of silly monsters, a charming score, and an endless amount of nights that increase in difficulty as you progress, good luck putting Sleep Tight down to rest. And then we move to Friday, July 27th. We have two more games to talk about coming to Nintendo Switch and PS4, Hello Neighbor, which is already out on uh, PC and Xbox One. Hello Neighbor is a stealth horror game about sneaking into your neighbor's health to figure out what horrible secrets he's hiding in the basement. You play against an advanced AI that learns from your every move. Really enjoying really enjoying climbing through that backyard window? Expect a bear trap there. Sneaking through the front door? There'll be cameras there soon. Trying to escape? The neighbor will find a shortcut and he will catch you. Uh, I've never played this. I always was intrigued to play this. but But you I- did. Mm-mm. It got terrible reviews, so I never did. Oh. Uh, it, it got awful reviews. Like, the game was supposedly trash so i never actually picked it up i don't know if it's been fixed or not Uh, i'll have to look into it but yeah that's why i never played hello neighbor uh game was apparently pretty bad and the the last game coming out this friday july 27th for nintendo switch it's go vacation there are all sorts of exciting ways to explore the island from horseback to buggies snowmobiles to inline skates and to add to the fun up to four players can enjoy visiting and discovering every corner of the island together if you're playing multiplayer each player can use just one joy-con controller experience hours of fun and something new every day customize your character costumes vehicles and even pets daily presents and challenges mean that you will want to keep coming back to the island of Kauai to explore more terrain and play through activities all over again me or in-game characters of friends and family may show up and if they do you can compete against them anytime or customize your very own villa by earning over 450 pieces of furniture kawaii 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 i Kauai, oh, God, should be right. i think you said it should be kawaii switch or something like that last time we watched should, the trailer yeah. for this uh kawaii island is a paradise resort with 50 plus co-op and competitive activities explore four huge paradise resorts marine cities snow and mountain on horseback underwater or a variety of other vehicles and there's a ton of other, this, this description goes on forever a ton of stuff you can do in this game 50 plus mini games a bunch of different things to do uh new for the switch version they did say that the um Marine and mountain fishing with 30 plus species of fish are included on the switch version Plus 40 plus types of animals to photograph and store on in your in-game photo collection So that's new for the switch version that wasn't at the Wii version um, Jessica wants this game I do want to check this out So we, we are going to pick this up Like she really wants to play this and she really wants to own it So we are going to get this But um, I, I at least want to play it a few times Pick of the week this week What are you going to go with?
1: Just because I have to Mega Man X Collection 2 Okay I, I need to beat those games. Okay, you should. You should. Uh, uh, I have to, man. They, 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 should, they should be on my bucket list, but they're,
0: they're not. No, they're not, which we'll get to here in a minute. We'll get I, to it in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I, I am going to go with the Banner Saga 3. I mean, that, that obviously is one of my most anticipated games this summer. Uh, I, I really you looking forward to it. To yeah, I gotta see how the I gotta see how the saga concludes, dude. I gotta see how it ends. So I, I'm very excited to see what they do here. And obviously I'm extremely excited for the soundtrack because it's Austin winnery And I mean the dude behind Journey, and Abzu, the other band of saga, like I love his work. So uh, I'm very excited to check out the soundtrack for the band of Saga 3 as well. So yeah, that's our pick of the weeks this week. But we keep talking about this bucket list thing. So I think we should transition into that. And this was an idea that you had because you talked about this recently in a revisiting the classics episode about our bucket lists. And we wanted to compile lists of things that either we wanted to accomplish in games or games that we wanted to just actually play or that we've never beaten. And we want to beat before Damn. we before, you know, we ascend into whatever is after this life, hopefully more than just this. But uh, <laughs> um so you told me how okay. many you had.
1: I I I trust me. I have tons. These are the big ones that jumped out of my head.
0: Yes. Yeah, so you you told me we we briefly talked the other day, and you said that you had three things that you wanted for like that were basically in game accomplishments, and five other things that you wanted to actually finish or play. So I tried to match you note for note. So I'm gonna let you go first, and I'm just gonna play off you each and every time.
1: All right. For this first one, this is a game that I pl- I had. I played never beat and i kick myself i never beat it because it, it's 100,000% my kind of game it was just so hard as a kid i couldn't beat it mm-hmm. comic zone ooh i've not um, beat that I,
0: I, I don't have that on my list i've played that i have never beaten it either but that's not that's not something i would consider bucket
1: list and of course and of course i i, I researched it um as well a lot of people are saying that Comic Zone, if they had a bucket list, and this would be on their list because they couldn't beat it as a kid either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought maybe just because, you know, just, just sometimes you just haven't, have, everyone has that one game they just can't beat. No, they right. Don't. Right. Comic Zone is hard. It's it's really, really hard. Uh, I would love to beat this one day. I, I'm going to beat this one day. Okay. I don't care if, I, I, I would this like to do it without a game like Genesis, to do it a, right? Genesis. Okay. I would love to do it without a game genie but if if I have to, if I will need it just I will, to I, beat it. I will see the end of this game. it's okay. going to happen. You know, YouTube searches work that way, too. I no, was kidding. I <laughs> mean, you could, but that's not, it's bullshit. I know, I know, to, I, have to I, do know
0: it. I know, I know, I know, I know. OK, I'll go with a game that I need that I played before that I need to finish as well. Uh, this is actually something that we talked about recently. I've never beaten Mike Tyson and Mike Tyson's punch out on NES. And I oh, would love crazy, to man. do that. I would love to do that one day. I know you said you've done it, I but done uh, it. I, I've never done that. And it is one of the hardest things I think that I've ever encountered in a game. Like he every time I've made it to him. He just destroys me in like 30 seconds or less. Like, it is so quick. And um, I know it's all timing. It's all recognizing it's not, the movements. It's not.
1: It's not. i it's not. Uh, tell you right now, you only need to survive. Okay. If, just, if it just, goes to... Just it, just, it, just, it, it, to I,
0: just survive the, the end of the round or whatever, end of the rounds?
1: If you can make it through with... You don't have to knock him out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If you could survive, you will win my decision. Every time? Every time. Mm-hmm. Um... Not impossible. Did
0: did you? say? Did you actually knock him out when you beat him? I knocked him out.
1: I I learned I learned the pattern and like so that that, that's what I
0: said. That is pattern based. That's why I was saying like it's it's all
1: it's it's knowing what each thing means Mm -hmm. and just you have to be rapid quick. Mm -hmm. Much like um when I did Dragon Slayer. Okay. Yeah. 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 You have to know exactly when and. it's but you'll get there you'll get there
0: i will i, you. I haven't i haven't tried in a while but I, I definitely i think i'll fire this up soon and try it again
1: i love for you to actually record yourself doing it i wish i recorded myself doing it because i was like oh my god i was gushing. <laughs> okay what's well, on the nes classic so i mean
0: it's there
1: it's not, well it's not
0: but it's not well true it's not actually mike tyson's punch out so yeah. true
1: my next my next one is more of an in-game accomplishment that i would love to do okay because someone told me this is possible, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. But ever since they told me, it's been festering in my brain. Mm-hmm. I want to play an entire Metal Gear game without killing anyone. Mm. That's that possible.
0: That's 100% possible. I've it, seen it.
1: it I've, is, yes. Um, Metal Gear Solid 1, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. But, but from 2 on, you have the option of subduing and stunning. Mm hmm. And I would love to try that because, as you know, stealth not my thing. Mm-hmm. But I want to try. I want to like add that to my like. It has to happen. Okay. Maybe maybe I'll do it on three or four because I don't I don't think I'll be able to pull it off in two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Actually, someone told me someone told me that I just I didn't believe it. And I, of course, when you tell me something, I go straight to the Google. And yeah, you like, look it up, oh, and yeah,
0: okay. it's it's a hundred percent possible. Um. Yeah. OK, well, funny enough, I actually have something that I've seen previously on uh, because obviously gaming bucket list is something that it's not that's not new this is not something we created. It's been around no, for a no, no, no. long time. Um, but one thing I saw on like a, a list several years ago, I want to say like five or six years ago of things that everyone needs to do before, you know, before they stop playing games, before they die or things like that was a game that I've played before. I've beaten this game quite a few times, but I never actually thought to do this on this day, and that's playing Christmas Nights into Dreams actually on Christmas Eve. I've never thought nice. to do that. Uh, so that, cool do. That, that is, and we, obviously, we played a track from Christmas Nights into Dreams this past uh, year on our special Christmas episode of BG Mania. I would actually like to do that. And I might actually try to do that this year, I think. I think I might actually do that this year, but uh, I've never even thought to do that. So that, that is something I would like to do one day.
1: That'd be, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, don't forget that write that down somewhere
0: yeah it'd be even cool to put up as like a video on christmas eve i think it'd be neat
1: I, I like that i like that a lot
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay this one hurts me okay i've never beaten battletoads
0: i haven't either i i i don't think i ever will so i don't i didn't put it on my bucket list
1: <laughs> but i took i take this to the extreme okay i've never beaten battletoads i've definitely not gotten far with two people okay I want, want to, want to be to be, I want to be it co-op? I want to beat the game co-op. Um, and here's my hope. My hope is with Switch's new online service, when they say uh-huh. they're going to start adding multiplayer capabilities to some of these older games. I well, you, you want me to do
0: this with you? You betcha. <laughs> I've never done it, so. Uh, I have made it past the surfboard section, or like the, the jet ski section, like two or three times,
1: and that's it. <laughs> I don't care what it takes. I don't care if it ruins the friendship. But I... I need I need this to happen. I want to beat the game in general. Okay, okay? if I do it by myself, much like a uh, Toad Jim and Ralph, I do it myself. It's fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, I would love to do this together.
0: No, I, 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 I I'd, I'd be wow. down for trying. I'd be definitely down for trying.
1: But I've never gotten far with another partner. I've never gotten far, especially because my partner was my sister, and she sucks. <laughs> <Love> you, sucks. <laughs>
0: All right. Um, <laughs>
1: I'm such a jerk.
0: <laughs> a game I've never beat. And it's funny because you actually have to beat this game twice to actually beat it. Super Ghouls and Ghosts on SNES. We
1: actually cross over. Okay.
0: Well, you have that on your list. Okay.
1: I have it on my list. Okay. So that's there. Okay. Well, yeah. So yeah, go ahead. Talk, please.
0: I, 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 I've, I've came close to finishing it once. I've gotten very close to the end once. But after, the end? No, no, no. Of the first time of the end, okay. the first time uh, I, I've gotten close once to beating it the first time. But as soon as you beat it, you start right back at the beginning and you have to beat it a whole second time in order to get the actual ending. So you're basically beating the game twice. Now, granted, the game's not long. It's not a very long game at all. It's just it's hard really, 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 really difficult. So I would love to beat this um, again. This would be something I'd like to record while doing it just to have proof but uh, every time I sit down and play it, like, do I, am I going to remember to hit record? Probably not. But uh, <laughs> I would but love I, to beat this game.
1: I can honestly say I've beaten half this game. So you finished it once. I finished it. It restarted itself. And I was like, no.
0: So you didn't know that there was a true know. ending. Okay.
1: So, so I, I beat the game. Yeah. And then. I find out that no, you only beat in half the game and there's no like, password, not going back to it. No,
0: and there's nothing to even tell you that there's something after if you beat it again. Like, it's just, it's brutal, dude. It's brutal. And
1: I, like, I, I want to do it. I, I want to beat this. I want to, like, wipe this one off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, it's all these years of, like, do I really want to subject myself to this kind of torture? Mm-hmm. And the next game's going to lead me into that kind of torture. <laughs> okay. Before you do your next game, I'm going to go
0: ahead and do another one because I already took one of yours. So that way, that way, that way, that that, that way, we're still game for thing. Uh, I I I
1: doubt you're going to cross me on this one if you do.
0: No, no, no. Um, One thing I want to finish at some point, I want to actually play through because I've not started any of these except for one. I want to play through every mainline Pokemon release that I skipped over you should
1: uh, it's crazy that you haven't because you're an yeah. rpg guy yeah I, I, mean, uh, I, I know these aren't traditional japanese rpgs but right
0: right right, right. at least I, I have started leaf green uh, but I, I don't mean like i'm not going to play red or blue or yellow and then i'm not going to obviously play fire red or there's green no like, me, like i'm only no going to play one game per generation that's my goal that's that's the way to do it that's my goal and i will i will play the definitive version for each generation
1: I couldn't see. There's no reason to not do that that way. Yeah,
0: yeah. but that, but that is on my list. I wanna, and I, I get that's cheating. That's obviously. I have another one that's multiple games like that too. But I want to well, do that.
1: It's it's fair. You you've never played this series, so like yeah. it just it makes it makes sense to me. Like I wouldn't.
0: Yeah. So okay. that that's right. on my list. So go ahead. All right. This game sucks. Okay, you going with another game or you going with an accomplishment? I'll do accomplishment afterwards. But this okay. game sucks. I have two more accomplishments still. <laughs>
1: This game sucks so bad that the Angry Video Game nerd went ahead and made an episode about this one. Probably my favorite episode of his as well. This game is crappy and it's kooky. Incredibly so, so spooky. Fester's Quest.
0: You've not beaten Fester's Quest.
1: I've never beaten Fester's Quest. Neither have um, I. I've played it a lot. My friend Justin growing up had this game. And okay. I, would go after, I would go there every single day after school. Mm-hmm. And I'd go on the weekends. So we'd play this game every friggin' day. And I feel like we've made zero progress. Um, I think we've defeated two or three bosses. Mm -hmm. The thing is, if you remember, when you die, right back to the beginning, you keep your progress. Okay, that's that's fine. Yeah, you keep everything that you had, but you have to go all the the way back. All the way back, and 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 this game had level downs. Okay. Uh, Wait, it, it had so, level down games. I it, it did. <laughs> yeah, I, I you it did. Up, you up, it upgraded your weapons, uh, your whip, and your your gun, mm-hmm. but there's also downgrades along the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that sucks because you know you're in the middle of like fighting these enemies, and then all of a sudden now you have boomerangs that are moving around them, and you can't hit them, and it's right. it's fr- it's frustratingly hard. Mm-hmm. It's harder than it needs to be. But I want to beat it. I want to see the. I want to see the end of this game through my own means sure. and I, 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 that's that's what a lot of these bucket lists are for me it's I could, like you said earlier I could YouTube it
0: yeah I've YouTubed a lot of innings to games because I know I'll never play them or beat them so
1: <laughs> this is one of the ones that I have to do this has to be done sure uh and I'll probably cry like a little baby when I actually do it like I, I will be I will be filled with the joy that, oh my god I finally conquered this impossible this possible thing like I would never be able to do right okay And and then uh, I will find an actual copy of this game out in the wild afterwards, Mm. uh, and I will destroy it because I'm not going to destroy the one that belongs to me. (laughs) Sorry,
0: sorry, sorry.
1: I I will destroy one and sacrifice it to the other
0: gods. (laughs) Um, a game I have never finished. So before there was Super Mario Maker, there was a very crazy game called Super Mario Bros. The Lost Levels. Have you ever beat that before? No, neither have I. That's on my list. (laughs) It probably should be on my list, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, before Super Mario Maker had these crazy levels, Nintendo themselves did something very crazy with Super Mario Brothers Lost Levels. In actuality, this was Super Mario Brothers 2 in Japan. And (laughs) Nintendo of America deemed it too hard for the American audience. And rightfully so, because the game is too hard. Uh, So they ended up releasing Doki Doki Panic as Super Mario Brothers 2 here in the U.S., um, A game which I have beaten several me, times. Me too. <laughs> but we did get the lost levels in that compilation on the SNES eventually here in North America. Super Mario is all-stars. Yeah, I own it. It's upstairs. Never beaten it.
1: You're almost inspired. You're inspired me. mean, I might do that as well. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's, how about an in-game achievement? Yeah, um, I, I, got, I got two achievements and one more game left, so. Anyone who knows me knows that I'm an old school arcade guy. I love the arcade. Mm-hmm. And there is one game that I I want to get the high score on. Okay. And I'm going to preface this first by, I have the high score in the, another version of this game. Okay. In, in my local laundromat. In my local laundromat, I have the high score. They're, on, they're,
0: in, they're in New York or somewhere else?
1: Here, here in New York. I have the high score for Ms. Pac-Man. Still to this day. To this day. If you okay. walk over to my you walk to my, my lunch mat, it has my initials F A D. Okay. No, that, I, 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 that's not how you spell fat, dude. I'm not fat. I'm festively fit. Just uh, <laughs> um yes, I have the high score for that, but I want to break a million in actual Pac-Man. Okay. Um, I want it's doable. It's absolutely doable. I am phenomenal at Pac-Man. Um, um but That's you know, funny because I'm
0: bad at Pac-Man.
1: <laughs> there's something that happens with my brain, and this happens because like, you know I'm very good at Tetris. Right. I lock in on a game like that, and I shut off the entire outside world. Me and that game are the only thing that exists. Mm-hmm. I know the patterns of all the ghosts and how they work because if, if, if anyone who's really good at Pac-Man knows that um, they, they, they all follow a certain pattern. One chases, one does, it, one does its own thing. Mm-hmm. So I got it. I can do this. and I've come close. I okay. uh, my, my personal best is eight hundred and ninety thousand. And that's also it's a phenomenal score.
0: No, that's great. Yeah.
1: OK, uh, I, we're, we're, ta- we're talking Billy Mitchell level. Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, which he doesn't actually have the record on this one either. OK. Um, It's going to happen one of these days. I'm hoping to actually do it on an actual arcade machine. Mm hmm. If not, I'm hoping they put out like a really perfect emulation, much like the way Nintendo is gonna be putting out the Donkey Kong actual arcade yes,
0: yes, 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 yes. on the
1: Switch. Uh, I'm hoping to find either a perfect emulation of this done through I don't know, PS4, whatever switch, whoever does it. Right. Or but I would love to do some actual arcade machine. I would love for it to save too, because I you w know, I don't want to loo- I don't want it to happen and lose it.
0: Do you know who what the actual world record is for the Pac Man high score or no?
1: I have no idea. I don't want to get the high score. I'm not i okay. I'm a greedy. You, you
0: just want to break a million. I,
1: just, I want I wanna break a million. Okay. Uh, that that is a lifelong goal, which ever since I was a kid, when I when I heard that you know so someone got over a million, I'm like that's impossible. Okay, we're, nice. we're adults now; we can do this. That's nice. going to happen.
0: <laughs> One thing that I've always wanted to do in a game is in my favorite game, World of Warcraft.
1: And okay.
0: obviously, I've obviously talked about I want to become a, a Warcraft millionaire. That's something I don't have actually on my official list, but that is obviously on the list too. But I still want to have a max level character. Of every class in World of Warcraft, including a few characters on the Horde side, so that means some classes I'll have two max level characters. So I'd like to have every single class Alliance side max level, and then I'd like to have two or three max level characters on the Horde side because I want one undead, one of the uh, the high Toren, the high the uh, the high mountain Toren, the new Toren skin that was released, and then probably like an upright standing orc which was released in the uh, in this
1: new expansion. Uh, I like how many characters that total. That would be 15. It's doable. You got a lot of time in Ryan. It's
0: it's doable, but at the same time, you have to maintain it too. So one because yeah, the cap's always going Yeah, because so that means like well, when the next expansion after Battle for Azoth comes out to, and it goes from 120 to 130, that's then 15 characters that you have to take from 120 to 130. So, you know, that's about like leveling one character up to, to max. So it it's definitely challenging. I would love to do it. I have not even came close. The most I've ever had for an expansion was five. I've not even ever came close. It's still a good chunk. Still- no, it's, 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 a, it's a decent chunk. And that was last expansion. That was World of Draenor. Uh, Legion, I've, my, my cap right now is I am at three at 110. And that's including the one I boosted. Before that, I was at two. So, um, I, I definitely have fallen off with how much I level characters. I do still enjoy it. I'd still a goal for one day to actually, even if I didn't maintain it, it would be a goal for at least one expansion to have every single class at max level, including t- multiples, because I do want some horde side max level characters. I've never had a max level horde character ever, ever. But i the only time I've ever leveled a horde character, I'm leveling one now, it's like level 20, but uh, I, I've never, the only time I've ever leveled a horde character was before my dwarf hunter became a dwarf hunter, it was a torrent hunter. And I got up to that was when Wrath of Lich King was the expansion. The level cap was at eighty. I got him up to about sixty-five or seventy. Found an alliance guild I wanted to be a part of, and race rates transferred him and it put him on the other, a different server. So I went from horde to alliance and switch servers as well. So yeah. I never actually got to max level on that horde character. I did when he obviously when he was an alliance. So technically, I technically could have had a maximum horde character, but never did. So um, so besides obviously having maximal characters of every class, I've never had a, an actual horde maximal character as well. And I'd like to do one authentically without a boost. Like I'd like to go from one to whatever as a horde character, because there's a lot of horde content that I've never seen. Like my, my horde. You know, questing experience was always pre-Cataclysm, so I'm talking like vanilla Warcraft-style stuff. So I've never even seen the Horde side of things after Cataclysm shaked up the the first three areas. So the, the vanilla Burning Crusade and Wrath of the Ledge King expansions. But at the same time, then I've not seen the Cataclysm, the Mist of Pandaria, the World Wars of Draenor, the Legion, and now the Battle for Azeroth side. That's five expansions I've not you seen at the part- Horde side.
1: When Vanilla Warcraft comes out, you and me, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll do a, we'll do the Horde. Well, see, that's the thing though. But then that's going to be
0: that's the then the initial experience again, which is I've already seen. That won't be the well, new stuff. Can, you can, you
1: can, but you can't carry that character in the no. Oh, nope. Well, then okay. it's, it's, well, that kind of solves my idea there. Okay. I, I, w-
0: I wouldn't mind having a Horde character in Vanilla Cataclysm as well, but I do still want I would I want both I want a level sixty Horde and a level sixty Alliance. Like I would like to have one of all
1: each. Right. I thought you could have taken. it Okay, all right. Yeah, no, but Maybe. you can't you can't take it over. Oh, that's thanks. All right, so how about a game I've never played before? Okay. And I want to play this game, and I talk about playing this game all the time, but I'm, I've never played Bloodborne.
0: That's insane know, to right? me. That's insane to Isn't me.
1: That, I, I, even saying it's like Frank, really?
0: You really? Need, we, on on top of Bloodborne, you need to add Demon Souls and Dark Souls one through three to that list too. Like you've got to play the entire franchise.
1: Really? Okay. Yeah. okay. Well then well, you yeah, know that we, we
0: we were just talking about the remastered version, which I told you I know you're never gonna play, and I already I already see that it's already escaped your mind. It's so
1: because I am poor, okay. This is a labor of love, not a labor of money yet. <laughs> True. Please make it a labor of money. Okay. <laughs> this is the last 20 bucks right here, okay? Dude, this, this is gonna last me a week. Yeah.
0: <laughs> More than I have. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh so yeah so, uh but yeah i haven't played any of them and i really do want to mm-hmm. um yeah i should just pick up the damn game already yeah you
0: should if we, obviously if we ever do become something though I, I mean if you could ever work full-time i would expect you to dedicate uh yeah, 40, Brian, 40 40 all, hours a t- week playing games that's <laughs> <Brian, laughs> an I'd ideal. More than 40 hours okay, <laughs> it's if, an I, if
1: i if i had the ability i'd be playing like 10 hours a day
0: but i, don't, I also don't want you to become like 500 pounds either so
1: well, uh, it's a risk I'm willing to take. <laughs> I don't want you to have to wheel your computer to the to the couch because you can't move. wash my wash myself with a rag on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I want to play these games because like right. just to, to say it, like you talk to other gamers and I say, hey, I've never played this. Mm-hmm. I get the look. No. Like,
0: really? Everyone's really? at least played them like not. Not so many people have beaten them, but I, 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 I have beaten them I, all except for Demon Souls. I, I didn't even
1: say beat. I just apply.
0: Right. To play. Yeah. No, I've I've beaten them all except for Demon Souls. But um, I uh, they're they challenging. I would like to fully. And this is this is the wording I'm using. I would like to fully 100 percent complete every Dragon Quest game released, excluding Dragon Quest 10. Now you can't. Yeah. With Dragon Quest 10, you can't do. But I have played every single Dragon Quest game. I've not finished four of them. I've played them all. I've not finished four. But of all of them that I've played, I've only 100% completed one. That's Dragon Quest 8. 100% to me. So I'm not talking like, you know, if if platinum trophies were a thing, I'm not talking like platinum trophy wise. I'm talking about all side quests, you know, doing everything that I could possibly do in the game. That's 100% completion to me. So completing the side quests doing everything that i can do all the side stories when any type of extra content that's there doing that as well so i want to 100 complete to me every dragon quest game what you know one through nine and then 11 but i've already done eight so i don't need to do eight
1: you know one last game here mm-hmm. me too so, and this one pisses me
0: off okay you're gonna be pissed off on my last one i know you are
1: because uh, take just take you back here. I remember I was frigging cutting grass. I was uh, taking people's garbage. out. I-, I went up and down the street hustling to make money to buy this game.
0: Oh, I hope that doesn't piss me off. What? I hope that doesn't piss no, me no, off.
1: No, no, no. There's no, 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 no way because the fact that I did all this work for the game that I that I got is, is enough to piss me off. Okay. Like I, said, I-, I hustled for weeks. You know, $2 here to Two so dollars there, whatever. Just you know, just quick, easy stuff. Damn, you were charging two dollars to cut grass. Take a PTB people's garbage out. Cutting grass was five bucks. Okay. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I, I wanted this game, uh, and uh, yeah, plus I saved my allowance. Finally got the money. Finally, pestered my mother to take me to Funko Land at the time. That's where I bought this game. Sure. And I bought Barks Nightmare. <laughs> oh my god.
0: Okay, it's not gonna I piss know. me off. That's a shitty game. <laughs>
1: But after spending all that money, after this is a long, hot summer of work and just, you know, put, put, put my hours in, I want to beat this game. I've never beaten this game. It is it is hard, awful. Ridiculously hard. It's an awful game. Um, and I didn't say it was a good game, but I want to beat this game. I hate this game.
0: Me too. It's a crappy I have, game.
1: And then it got me to thinking, because that's the, my first thought was, with the exception of the arcade game... And maybe Simpsons hit and run. Taxi? Hit
0: and run. No, yeah, Hit and Run.
1: I've never beaten a Simpsons game. Nope. I've never beaten Bart vs. Space Mutants, never beaten... Uh, I've uh, beaten the Game Boy, Camp Crosstee, I take that back. Because, because there, were, there, uh,
0: there really hasn't ever been a true good Simpsons game outside Bart of the arcade. The
1: world, Bart World, Bart meets Radioactive Man, they're all just stupidly hard.
0: Yeah, well, they're also stupidly bad, too, for the most part.
1: I 100% agree with you, Brian, mm-hmm. but uh, a virtual Bart as well. <laughs> Bart's Nightmare should be, in essence, an easy game. It's just little mini games. Yeah. But they're little impossible mini games.
0: It sucks. I had it's this game. So I have it upstairs. <laughs> it's awful.
1: Yes. I, I got it for but Christmas one like, year. Well, I'm glad you got it as a gift. I didn't have to work for it, okay? Me, me, me I figured broke my ass in the hot... <sighs> Steamy, uh, Brettwood, New York summers yeah. uh, to to earn this, and I wish I didn't. I wish I got something else, like I don't know, anything else. I never tag wrestling.
0: I never really did that in general. My grandma always gave me twenty bucks a week for allowance, so I mean, I would just
1: it didn't take me long to get what I wanted. Well, uh, well I don't say our last names on the show all the time, but Mister Rockefeller over here. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, this game's gonna piss you off my last game I have my bucket list it is the most recent game we've talked about
1: I will punch you in the throat if, if, if it's friggin uh
0: hell saga no that would never be on my that would never be on my bucket list uh it's a good game but that's you, that's not something <laughs> I I would gonna bucket list. I'm gonna finish it but a game that actually is on my bucket list that I want to finish it's a game that I try to go back to all the time just never can get back to because something always else comes up super mario odyssey I'm scared. You, I'm scared. I'm never gonna are you beat it, dude. me? Are you? Oh my I'm, God. I'm scared. I'm never gonna beat it. I'm scared. I'm, the goddamn game already! the goddamn game ready.
1: <laughs> I put it on my list because I'm right, scared. I'm right. never. You're, I'm
0: scared. I'm never gonna beat it.
1: You're right, Brian. You're pissing me off now. But I also want to say, the like, get the damn game. Just look. I want to get. Play I want I, I, to I do, do it, the
0: 999 moons, though. That's the thing. Like, I want to do that. Like Thank you so much. Like that, like I want to get the nine hundred nine nine moons. Like that's the thing. Like it's, I, it's, it's easy, it's doable. Of course, of course, it is. It's po- do that post game. Well, yes, I know, but I'm just saying. Like I, every time I go back to it, there's obviously big releases coming out. I, I get re- review codes. I have to focus on that. Like I, I feel like the the ship has almost sailed somewhat on my Odyssey for me, just because they keep adding new content. So I, I know they do, but uh, hey, buddy, they. Uh, I just I, I'm scared. I'm never going to actually finish it. This is Ziggy, by the way. Came up and said hi. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's all I was gonna put on there. Uh, I, I was toying with putting something else in there, but I was like, you know what? If I had to put something on there, Mario Odyssey would have to be on the bucket list because I want damn to finish you, that man. game. I want to finish that game.
1: Damn you damn you to hell.
0: Damn me to hell. But uh I must give you a heart please, attack. There,
1: please beat that game. Please, I mean.
0: Do you uh need me to kickstart your heart a little bit? I must give you a heart oh, attack.
1: Yeah.
0: Kickstart my heart. Let's go ahead and talk something fun here. Uh, this is amazing. This is amazing. More amazing,
1: than, more amazing than you not beating that game.
0: Yeah, more amazing than okay. that. Uh, we're going to do our second ever. I think our second ever board game on today's episode. Uh, I know we've done one in the past. We may have done two. I can't remember, but I know we for sure have done one. I think we might have done two, but we're going to we're going to we're going to go back to board games. And this is something I'm sure you've seen. I don't know, though. Maybe not. Uh, it's fairly recent on Kickstarter, but it's been everywhere, dude. Like so much. This this is getting so much press and it's from a series that you and I used to be huge fans of. She better. No. Um, about <laughs> about 15, oh, oh, yeah. 16 years ago, we are huge fans of this. There's a little dragon board game coming out No. from Homestar Runner called Trogdor. The board game
1: get out of here
0: nope <laughs> i get to burninate the countryside you get to burninate the countryside as a board game and trogdor the board game it too yeah it? And, it, and, it, and it actually is being done by homestar runner who i did look wow. up after seeing this um they are now on youtube and all the episodes are on there i highly recommend going out and checking all their stuff out homestar runner was fantastic back in the early 2000s absolutely loved it Uh, But yeah, Trogdor the board game. Help the beefy armed dragon Trogdor burninate the countryside in this cooperative game of burnination, majesty, and consummate Vs. (laughs) Strongbad was the best, dude. Um, it really was. For centuries, the legendary wingling, dra- the wingling dragon, Trogdor the Burninator, has terrorized the peasant kingdom of peasantry with his scorching flames and greased up beefy arm. Now he has descended from the mountains once again and will not stop until he burninates the entire countryside and all those unfortunate enough to get in his way. You and up to five friends, or maybe people you just paid to come over, take on the roles of a cult of hooded creepos calling themselves the Keepers of Trogdor, who have devoted their lives to aiding the mighty dragon in his quest for total and complete burnination. Take turns guiding Trogdor on his destructive lost weekend around peasantry, help him avoid pesky knights and archers, devour peasants, burninate the countryside, and of course, the thatched roof cottages. This is amazing, oh, dude. It. This is so good. This is so good. Um, so it's basically like for, for those to, to picture it, if you've played things like, um, oh man, like what was that? that was like forbidden Island, Forbidden Desert, where you're, you have these ponds and there's tiles and you can flip over the tiles and change the landscape of the game. Very similar to that. So it's a co-op puzzle game, a po- co- co-op puzzle area control game where two to six players work together to help a beefy armed dragon complete, completely decimated kingdom using unique powers and items, all while avoiding knights and archers bent on stopping you. They're saying that playtime will take anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes with variable levels of difficulty that you, the players, can set. Um, very, very cool. The, the meeples that, that, that are used in this board game, they're very well done. Um, when you burninate them, you actually just put like a little crown of fire on top of the villagers <laughs> or you flip over the uh, the fast drift cottages houses to, to show that they're on fire. Uh, I highly recommend watching the video released for this. There's multiple throughout the entire campaign, but they deal with all the Homestar Runner characters. So the first one's fantastic. They have a uh, strong sad showing you how to do it in like a six added dice type of a video. Um, very, 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 very cool and uh oh my God,
1: the stretch the stretch goal is there there is going to be six out of dice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was I was just going to get to uh to stretch goal because as of right now <gasps> there's there's still 24 days to go on this Kickstarter campaign as of the day of recording. They were looking for $75,000. They're currently sitting at $664,340. This really this blew past expectations. I knew it would, but this blew past expectations. Um, the uh, the first stretch goal was that uh, they would make non-repeating board game tiles. So that's already been done. The second stretch goal was they're going to give out little bags to keep your dice in. So that's pretty neat. The third stretch goal was that they were bringing an artist to basically draw different things for the game. That's neat. The fourth stretch goal is... Um, what was it? So that is upgrades to... Upgraded quality, upgrading the cards to be linen cards so they're easy to shuffle and feel luxurious right out of the box. And they also added some spot UV to the flames to the game box itself. That's kind of neat. <laughs> the uh, the next stretch goal is um, they're not even looking for money for the stretch goal. They're looking for backers. So stretch goal number five, if they get to twelve thousand backers, they're adding the six-sided dice. And not that's not six-sided, six-sided, s-a-d-d-e-d, six-sided die.
1: I didn't realize. I thought they hit that already. So I actually have to.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's that's at twelve thousand backers. Um, they will have more stretch goals after that, but uh, yeah, they're they're now going. They're, they're I don't know if they're going to go back to the money stretch goals or not. But as of right now, the next stretch goal is at twelve thousand backers. They're at ten thousand nine hundred, so close to eleven. They're about. They need about a thousand more to go. Um, are you going to pledge? <laughs> the, t- Sh- the cheapest tier is forty. The best tier is the sixty because that gets you the mini meeples. That's
1: only
0: well, way to do it, man. Well, the the best tier is eighteen hundred, but still, I'm not. I would well, never pledge that much.
1: I, I'm. Gonna, I actually am gonna
0: pledge sixty bucks. You're. you either gonna go forty or sixty on this. So. Yeah. Because the next tier after sixty is two hundred.
1: <laughs> I, I guess I'm going sixty bucks on this one. Okay.
0: Uh, I want to as well. I really, really want to. I really, really want to. I just don't know I'll be able to. I really, really want to. Like, I want to own this game so bad, dude. And I'm afraid that this is gonna be something that's prob this could potentially be Kickstarter exclusive. Like I don't know that I would I guess I could see this potentially being sold in stores, but I don't know. So You know what?
1: It's I feel good backing this one too, because I know Homestone Men will actually come through, they're not gonna just take oh, the money and run.
0: Yeah, they never would. Um, they've been—I didn't even realize they were still doing something. Like they're still constantly putting out new stuff. It's just on YouTube now, somewhere. They might still have a website. I don't know. But HomestarRunner.com was a website I frequented every day, and I know you did too. But it was like every day looking at their new stuff. Like it was something that you know, back in the early 2000s, When we were busy playing in Animal Crossing and looking for universal codes. Like strong, strong bad, strong, email, man. strong, bad emails was the was the absolute best thing that Homestar Runner had by far. The strong bad emails. Uh, there was some good stuff in there, dude. Some great stuff. So, yeah, I highly recommend checking out uh, Trogdoor the board game on Kickstarter and potentially pledging to it. They don't need that. I mean, they've already passed their expectations, but the more the merrier. So I uh, definitely wanted I'm to highlight happy. that one, though. Definitely wanted to highlight that one.
1: Well, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting a cool board game.
0: Nice. But that is going to bring us to the close of the show this week. Unless you have anything else you wanted to discuss before we get on out of here today.
1: I think we said it all, Brian.
0: All right. Well, we want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to Max Level made possible by leveldowngames.com. And thanks again to Dance with the Dead for all the awesome music. Regardless of where you're enjoying this content, be sure to show your support by leaving a review or a comment, hitting that like button. And if you aren't already, subscribe to us on YouTube. Be sure to also follow us over at twitch.tv leveldowngames for all the live streams and events and on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook if you want to follow us across social media. Check that description box below for the appropriate links. Until next week, keep gaining experience until
1: you reach reach max
0: level. You know what, dude? You know what? I'm gonna stay calm. I'm gonna stay calm. You've you've done this to me um, two weeks now. Two weeks in a row. Uh, Not just max level, but on BG Mania, on our reaction videos. Uh, Where else have you done it? I don't know. Everywhere, dude. You've done it everywhere. Maybe we'll just kick you off the show. You do it again. Maybe we just kicked off the show. How about that? I can find a replacement. My cat is a better replacement
1: than you. That is not fair. Okay, <laughs> your cat is adorable. I won't do it next week. I promise. I'll keep my mouth shut. Yeah. Well, until next. I... It's, until next time. Keep gaining experience. Do you reach
0: max level?